I got a lot of energy right now. <laughs> Too much energy, to be honest with you. Yeah, I could I could really flip this whole coffee table over. <laughs> Bro, don't do that, please, though. Like, for real. We only got one table in the studio. I realized that when good things happen or when I'm excited, like, that's the type of excited I get. Oh, yeah, you always go overboard, and I don't know why. What? <laughs> when you get excited, <laughs> you go overboard. Like, when I saw the numbers that we hit, like, the... When we hit the the uh-huh. top uh-huh. the top one hundred type shit yeah. in the you know what I'm talking in the country about country yeah shit, yeah <clears throat> I like broke glass in the house <laughs> for real oh my gosh <laughs> you one of them you be raging absolutely but only when good shit happens like when bad shit happens I don't I don't do that this nigga's crazy but no I might I might tear my entire living room kitchen and dining room up okay when certain good things happen gotcha okay. When the DJ Drama thing came in, I almost flipped the table over. Yeah, shout out DJ Drama. Bro. Shout out Drama. Yeah, shout sure. out Drama. Shout out Drama. Do that. Big yeah. ups. Big ups. Uh, but yeah, you're you're crazy. Sorry. It's all good, man. Episode 208. Yes, sir. Are you ready yeah. to get into it? Let's do it. All right, man. Let's get it. Huh. Why they get the cuss at the game? We don't. <laughs> yeah, y'all nigga having this money and shit. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. For real? For real, for real. Brown, hey. paper, hey. bags, hey. cash. Hey. Smashing your hoe on the low and she calling me dash. Popping the bit when she fucking you yes, going sir, outside. Yes, sir, man. Rise and Grind podcast. I had a dream in the pool. I'm listening to two of the best. Hey, man, bitch, I will fuck on the first one. Grab my jealous right there with the numbers. That's a number steady crime. Nigga, bitch, it went missing when I was just hurt. They climbing fast. It's getting done. We just put out 10,000. Was a part of the plan. Give you know we was at now. Man. I'm about to sign your bitch. No Let me remind you, bitch. <laughs> Just some like I am a walking lick. But I am with this. When we put out ten thousand, it wasn't it ten thousand. Money is over a bitch. It's a blessing, man. Go to the mall in a Bentley. We appreciate y'all. Bigger than Winfrey's. Sipping cold in out of sight. Everybody listening. Everybody watching. We love you. Thirty drums, thirty extensions. We bring 'em when we hunt a business. We fucking these stars for fitness. Bank rolls are large. You feel me? We still putting cold in a Bentley. Absolutely not. They already know it's a fact. No, go to the show with a guy. Are you still putting? Hell no. Okay. Cash. Smashing your hoe on the low and she calling me dash. Cupping the bitch when she fucking you going outside. That was a dirty era. They had us trying all kinds of shit. All right, man, let's get into it. Episode 208 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roger in the building. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We here. Back in the building, man. Another Monday morning, another new week for him. It's the Monday pod. It's the Monday pod, man. How you feeling, bro? I feel great. My energy is at an all time high. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but yeah, you almost <clears throat> broke the damn table. Yeah, no, something about me was like, yo, get up and flip this entire table over. <laughs> just jump in the middle of that bitch like a royal. Robot. I was just about to say, I was like, and, and if you don't flip it over, just literally plop, plop, face yeah, plant on bro. that bitch like Roy Roman, bro. You remember, uh, bro? Uh, it just made me think. You remember Scarlett takes a tumble? You remember that video where she stood on the table? Yes, I do remember that. Please don't do that. Speaking of that, I saw LaFlair talking about it. Is Royal Rumble coming up? Or it, something was, like? it was actually this weekend, this past weekend. It was on Sunday? It was Saturday night, I believe, in like oh, San Antonio. Saturday. I yeah. thought the, the pay-per-view used to come on Sunday with WWE. Mm, you're right. I think I think that was the case. But yeah, it was like Saturday night, I think. I think that was in San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken. I don't even watch WWE, but the Royal Rumble was always something fun to watch. Or what was yeah. it? No, no, no. It was... What WrestleMania? Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my funny. Like that's, that's my. Fire. That was the 
the best one to watch to me. Mm-hmm. That was fire. I only went to one as a kid. Uh, oh, you went to WrestleMania? No, 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 no. It was one of them like one-offs. I can't remember the name. Um, this nigga went to SummerSlam. Summer stupid Slam, ass. Shit like that. Yeah, one of them. But at the AAC, my pops took me one year. I got to see uh, John Cena. <clears throat> That's really all I cared about. Yeah, me too. Um, my dad took me one time. I went to see uh, Monday Night Raw. Okay. Um, fire. It was a night. I don't. I don't know if you remember the era around like oh seven oh eight when Undertaker started showing up on Monday Night Raw. I think so. Yeah. I was there the night John Cena and Shawn Michaels won tag team champions. Swear. Yeah, man, I was there. Hold on, bro. The night that Donald Trump came and made it rain dollars. I was. I. I came that night. Damn. Shout out that nigga Trump. Yeah, yeah. I picked up. Some, see, that's the reason <laughs> niggas don't know why niggas don't know yeah, why I yeah. fuck with Brody. Like, yeah, okay, see, okay. like niggas don't know why. <laughs> it go back. Let me let you know. <laughs> I did not vote for Trump either either election. But let me. This shit run deep. But niggas don't know why I be like. Yeah, bro. I, know. I don't got nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. Only time I met the nigga, he paid a nigga. <laughs> he never did shit, but paid it. what? 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 Oh God! Nah, I'm just playing. He ain't never but, wronged you, huh? Like he ain't never did nothing to me. All he did was show up and put the money in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I, I picked you. up twenties. I picked up tens. <laughs> it was niggas picking up hundreds. It was a, it was a good night for everybody. Yeah, for sure. But that was what 2008, seven, yeah, something like that. <clears throat> Way before the presidential election. Yeah, yeah. Now niggas look at me different. <laughs> it's all good. I don't care. I would never judge you, man. Oh, you thought I was caring about the judgment? I'm just letting you know I would never judge you. Okay. You know, I respect you. No, nah, I feel you judging me already. <laughs> nah, bro, never. I know, it's because you voted for Trump. Of course I did. What? <laughs> I ain't vote for Trump, bro. No, I'm playing. <clears throat> but let's get into our weekend. How was your weekend? Uh, Yeah, so, man, coming back to work, I'm not going to lie to you because, you know, I was out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I only worked Thursday, Friday. Right. Oh, man. So, you know, these days, bro, we... We in the workplace, you know, we we doing different things. You a principal, bro. I'm a supervisor. And I come back. I have damn near 200 emails for the three days that I was gone. Are you for real? No, I probably I would probably have the same amount. Oh, my goodness. So them last two days and then I had to go to the office for them two days. So Thursday, Friday, I was in office, bro. So. Anytime you in office, it's just busy regardless. Yeah, because you got to work. You got to work. Yeah, everybody's then, looking. Everybody looking, bro. And then, like, I'm a supervisor. <clears throat> my team is in office, too. So they like, asking questions. I'm in person with them now. I got to go leave my desk to go to their desk. They need help. Nigga, I was running around all day long. Do you, sir, like, do you manage people that are on calls? <clears throat> yes. Oh, so, like, people need Nigga. help. Like, people get stuck on their calls. They don't know yes. what to say to a customer or yes. to a, a client, something like that. You yes. got to go over to their they're they calling desk. for me every time yeah bro so thursday and friday was just it was a bitch i ain't gonna lie to you i had hella meetings both days um and then like i said just dealing with with my team because my team is still new like i said before they upscaled so i have a brand new team for the position that they're in okay um and so like they still learning the kings getting everything you know just learning their new roles so it's been cool though i got a great team bro they actually like for my birthday they they made me like a whole little card and shit they really fuck with me it's live, but uh, work That's was just, fire. it was busy, bro. It's busy, but uh, moving into the weekend, shit, I was really just catching up on sleep, bro. So didn't do nothing Friday, uh, Friday night after work. I just had to finish working on a pod, some shit. I had to get done with that. Saturday rolled around, was just relaxing for the most part. Me and you linked up on Saturday. We had some shit to go over. We, we didn't right. even get to finish our shit because niggas were just bro, tired. Bro, was tired. <laughs> just bitch, tired, bro. bro. And I, I don't think Man. smoking was a good idea. <laughs> bro, for real, bro. That made it even worse. Yeah, niggas were just tired, bro. But uh, we, like I said, we linked up, bro. We actually, so 
another reason why we didn't get this shit done. We was watching the new movie on Netflix, You People. You People. Yeah. I, I had started it the night before okay. or that morning. I had Saturday school, so I had downloaded it Friday night. Okay. <clears throat> I was going to watch it while I was at Saturday school with the, the kids. I started that. I didn't get to finish it. So um, I was about to start it in the middle mm-hmm. when you when you came through. And you was like, man, I ain't seen it yet. Yeah. So I started that hoe all the way over. We basically finished You People. We watched the whole bitch. <laughs> We supposed to be doing work. Yeah, so it, it's a movie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything, yeah, but yeah. it's um starring Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Nia Long, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. um, and I can't think of the two parents of Jonah Hill's name, but um <clears throat> I can't remember their names neither. Check that out if you wanna if you wanna figure out their names. But that is a hilarious movie. Yeah, bro. Uh so it's on it's, Netflix. It's a comedy, so um that shit was funny as hell to me, bro. Like the whole time we we was laughing. Like the that's just our type of comedy, you know. It was hilarious. That it was raunchy, dark. dark comedy, bro. And then on top of that, Jonah Hill, he was a potter. He was a podcaster. Yeah. Shout out to his co host too, cause she's funny as yeah, fuck. Bro. She she was tough. She's funny as fuck. She was tough. So, you know, as soon as uh, cause you know, like you said, you was already, I think maybe like 30, 40 minutes in when I came yeah. in. And by then, the time they when when they uh when Jonah Hill, well I can't I can't spoil it. <laughs> right, right. But when I came in, we started it over. You was like, "Hey, bro, you really gonna fuck with this hoe because he's a potter." And the, yep. op- the opening scene is them on a show doing the podcast. So, nigga, within the first five minutes, I'm hooked. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Oh, this is <laughs> shit that we would say." Literally, like you know, we we can just we can tell like how how niggas talk. Like when you pod, you have to talk a certain way. Conversations flow yeah. a certain way. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's live, bro." But uh, like you said, I don't want to spoil too much of the. Movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Netflix, like we said. It's it's, really it's also good. in theaters. In theaters as well. But I I really uh, I really think it's a good movie. A lot of people was kind of back and forth on Twitter, on the internet. Some people like it, some people don't. I think that shit funny as hell. I saw people comparing it to Guess Who. Don't compare it to hell Guess nah. Who. Um, With Bernie Mac and uh, yeah, like don't don't do that. Nah, yeah, it's not. You like you're, that. That's and, a Kutcher, right? And yeah. you won't like it if you compare it to a classic <clears throat> movie. Like mm-hmm. I think this is a movie that, with time, is going to end up sitting in some same type of realm. Yeah, but yeah. it needs its own same plot. I can understand why you say that, but guess who? Like you said, is a classic, and it's it's not the same. It's completely <clears throat> and that's, different. That shit came out like oh seven, I think. Bernie Mac is not Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy is not Bernie right. Mac, and they're not exactly. trying to be. Exactly. And they're not trying to create that movie over again, mm-hmm. so stop saying that shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that was Saturday, nigga came back home and just nigga fell asleep. It was like I said, we was tired. I was really tired from just the week, and then um, like we said, we were supposed to get shit done. We was like, bro, let's just we'll, we'll figure this shit out later. Got back home, nigga, and I passed out. Like I woke up, it was like two o'clock in the morning, bro. I woke up in a maze in a daze, bro. Like the motherfucking Mr. Krabs mean. I was just like, bro, what is going on? You left. I think my house around like five. Yeah, as soon five, as you six, left, six, yeah. I fell asleep. I didn't wake back up until like eleven p.m. And then when I woke up at eleven, I was only awake for probably about forty-five more minutes. Fell asleep, woke up around three. Then I was up. Yeah, bro. I I fell asleep like around eight nine ish. I woke up in the middle of the night. Like I said, it was like two, and I was like, bro, I don't know what just happened. You know when you go to sleep and you don't even remember going to sleep? Sometimes that should be the worst. You wake up in like a frantic, bro, like for real. You wake up, like you fall asleep for 15 minutes and wake up four hours later? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was, yeah. bro, for real. Uh, but that was shit. That was my weekend, bro. Uh, Sunday, I, I didn't do nothing, like I said. Uh, just relaxing, trying to catch up on sleep. But overall, I feel great. I know you mentioned you, you feeling good. The energy is in the building, bro. I'm just blessed. Uh, it's... Nigga, January, do y'all see how fast 30 days will go by? January is over. We are moving into February this week. 
It will be fe- the next time we come back to pod. It will be February. That is insane. That just lets you know, bro. You got to get on your shit, man. You gotta, you gotta put your head down and work, man. Like for real, thirty days is over, just like that. Like January is done. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, yeah. I just wanted to touch on that, man, because like you know, we we think we got all the time in the world. And we don't. You don't. You don't, bro. Time is not even real, nigga. Like. That shit just made up. You know what I'm saying? We here on borrowed time anyways. Are you are you ready? You starting that? <laughs> he like, bro, you don't trigger me now. Don't uh don't start the time isn't real thing. Now I I do I agree with you the time yeah, isn't real, but yeah, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna yeah. fuck heads up. I know, right? You We're like like twenty it. minutes in, Corey. <laughs> save it for Thursday. Time. Like damn. Like, My fault, bro. Save that for the exclusive content. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just I just want to touch on that, man, because like you said, we will think we have all the time in the world. We'll just be going through the motions, bro. You look up and it's thirty days, sixty days. Nigga, a whole year will go by, especially now, bro. Like we said before, since the pandemic, I swear to God, it just feel like we in a simulation. Oh no, yeah, we're in a we're in like a time like we what time. is that a time space continuum or what is it <laughs> continuum? I don't know what it's called uh, vortex, whatever yeah, they call the shit, whatever. But like for real, like man, just appreciate every day. That's what, that's all I can say because, like I said, it's, it's just moving, man. I cannot believe January is over. I feel like I ain't even did enough for it to be over yet. From January twenty twenty. To now feels like a year and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. All that shit feels like is just zoomed by in mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, is what it like is. Like you said, we're almost here in February two thousand and twenty three. Hope you've got your your shit together from two thousand and uh, twenty two yeah. that you were wrapping up. Yeah, Hope yeah. you got January intact. <clears throat> I'll get into my weekend. I really didn't do shit on Friday. Um, I think I went out to eat, something like that. But I, I really can't remember where I went. I know I went out. <laughs> Marijuana's bad for the brain. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Keep smoking. Um, Saturday, woke up, breakfast. This is my second day in a row eating Waffle House. I'm on a Waffle House kick right now. Okay. If you're not from the South, you might not understand that. But um, <clears throat> make your way one day and get Waffle House. Is it quality food? No. Is there great service? No. Is it um, a good environment for children? No. Absolutely not. Um, but do you have to go once in your life? Yes. Yeah, you have to. Um, woke up on Saturday morning, got the Waffle House, cheese, eggs, waffle, mm. all-star special. Sheesh. Extra toast, no meat. Come on. Um, <clears throat> shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I met up with you. Um, you had Saturday school, right? Yeah, I, I'm fucking forgetting my entire weekend. I woke up, got the Waffle House, had Saturday school for the kids, 8 a.m. That was from 8 to 10. None of the kids are so fucking bad. It was four-hour. It's usually 8 to 12, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but we're just starting the semester over. They're not that bad yet. <laughs> not that bad. So nobody's accrued enough to have four hours worth of Saturday school. Okay. Um, referrals. Um disruptions in class shit yeah, like that so shit, yeah. two hours max um i was out of there by 10 i went over and did my taxes oh yeah i don't really even want to talk about that <laughs> haven't done my taxes i'm too turned up i don't even really want to yeah, talk yeah. about that for you niggas work. that are getting refunds and yeah. shit god bless you <laughs> um wow yeah yeah <laughs> Not your year, Cuddy? Not this year. Uh, <laughs> H&R Block did not come through. God bless the money I made. <laughs> Man, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. 
let me get over that. Okay. I did my taxes around one. That only took till about one fifty or two for them to tell me, nigga, you're not getting money back this year. Damn, bro. Um, <clears throat> then I met up with you around three. Exhausted by about five. Like all we did was chop up goals, chop up. Um, we got some things coming out. Yeah, some shit we had to finish, like finalize. Yeah, we have some things we need to finalize. Put some some finishing touches on because right. y'all will get that in the next couple of weeks or so, or yeah. or maybe the next month. I don't about four to six weeks. Yeah, because <laughs> you know how that shit goes. Yeah, it's a it's a process. Once we submit what we're gonna submit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but y'all will see that come out soon. Once we were done. We really didn't finish that, but once we had exhausted ourselves thinking about how we were going to go about it, we were like, you know what, let's just wrap this up, Tired, do yeah. it again the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, met up on Sunday, finished all of that pie, you know. Yep, yep, yep. Now we're here. Solid weekend, man. Solid weekend. Yeah. But yeah, we can move on. We can move on from that. We had a little intro topic. Did you want to Did you want to start with that? We can do it. All right, man. So the topic is when you were growing up, how strict were your parents? What are some things that you could not do as a child? This is this is probably a lot different for me because now uh, I know we have a a wide range of audience. Mm -hmm. But me only being 25, I have older parents than most that are 25. My parents are old school. They were all like they were both born in the 60s. 65 is the oldest I'm sorry is the youngest so they're either on the edge or a baby boomer my dad's a baby boomer okay um and they're super old school I got my ass whooped over everything yep yep same here um some things that I couldn't do mm-hmm. I can't say lie yeah yeah I can't say um black people don't like hell either um yeah I couldn't never really <clears> say hell Especially not a lie, though. You had to say telling a story. Yeah. Fib. Shit yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. Fib sounded so stupid to me, so I didn't even want to say it. I just... Never mind. I just took the ass whooping for saying lie. You <laughs> <laughs> was a rebel. Yeah, but I was a street-like kid. Okay. I think y'all knew that at, yeah, at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, So, like, when the streetlight came on, until a certain age, like, my mom was like, you'll bring your ass home. Yeah, and then, um, you know, where we grew up, your house and my house, the street light, we have a street light right in front of our street. They all come on at the same time, yeah, too. Yeah, So, your mom's like, she didn't have to go far. All she had to do was open up the front door. If she seen that light, All she had to do was look out the fucking window. <laughs> she didn't even have to go outside. You're right, you're right, you're right. And she's calling my phone after like 10 minutes mm-hmm. of that street light not being on. Like, it don't matter where you are in our neighborhood. It don't take you more than like 10 or 15 minutes right. on your bike or your skateboard or whatever the fuck that I know you have to make it home. Yeah, yeah. Um... I wasn't really allowed to party like that. Yeah, me neither. Growing up, bro, like, I mean. Well, yeah, I'll get into later. Yeah, yeah, of course, later on. But shit, I was the only child. So, like, my, my people were just super, like, protective, overprotective of me. Like, um, even when it came to, like, staying at people's houses, and I know, like, for males, it was a little different. I know women, right. women, you know, they have their reasons for that. But, like, even, even with myself, like. My people want to talk to the parents. I was going to get into that. They want to know, like, what's going on? What's the plan? Where y'all going? You know, things like that. And I don't know if everybody dealt with that. Maybe no, they did. No, Maybe not everybody did. dealt with that. We had, or I had parents, even when I went to parties, y'all didn't deal with it the way I had to deal with it. Y'all got to go to house parties in middle school and high school mm-hmm. freely. 
my mother wanted to speak to whoever's parent was going to be at the party. Me knowing damn well it ain't going to be no parents at that party. Right, right, right. Um, so she's like, you know, I want to talk to the parent. When she drops me off, she wants to go inside of the party and meet mama. Please don't yeah, fucking don't go in and embarrass me in front of everybody. <laughs> Whose mama is that? That's my mama. Now I don't get no pussy. <laughs> yes. Roger, your mom's here? Yes, my mom's there. Yeah, yep. here. Nobody wants to fuck me anymore. Oh, damn. Um, but as we got older, shout out Stevie and shout out you, Kari, because <laughs> Kari was so strong academically that, uh, and my mom and everybody fucking knew how smart Kari was in school, that when I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with Jakari. Oh my gosh, Jakari's going to be there? <laughs> like, yeah, mom, Jakari's going to be there. Right. Oh, you can go. I was putting up a front. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Kari, yo, Kari, yeah. I had it even, down back, bro. Even these days. <laughs> yeah. Kari has the strongest fucking front I've ever seen. Yeah, Kari was with man. us everything. Everything, bro. And every oh, parent man. is just like, oh my gosh, Jakari? Oh my God, I love Jakari. What the fuck, man? Yeah, your mom still to this day calls me the golden the child. The golden child. Yeah, yeah. Which I can understand, bro. Just because- Get I mean, the fuck out of here. No, nah, I mean, even though we was doing what we did, like, we wasn't no troublemakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we never got in trouble, like, big, big trouble. And like, you were like, when it comes to grades, yeah. he was in the higher place classes. He was in gifted and talented. Um, were you in IB? Hell no. Nah. That's the only shit I didn't touch. Same shit. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> Kari had to thank Kari because of that. And had to thank Stevie. I, w- I always felt like I was in the middle of both of y'all. You was the middle child? Yeah. Was, <laughs> the middle child. Get the fuck out of here. Um, technically, I was the youngest, but I was the middle child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, if there was, like, a spectrum of, like, calm and rowdy. Oh, yeah, for sure. When we were in grade school, Stevie was the fucking rowdiest. Mm-hmm. Like, Stevie was rowdy as shit. He's not like that these days. But, like, Stevie was the rowdiest nigga in in grade school mm-hmm. um and you were calm right i always felt like i was in the middle um but stevie had the house that like we could go spend the night at mm-hmm. anytime we wanted because we were all best friends right. so we would pick the nights that were functions and parties hey mom i'm going to spend the night at stevie's <laughs> because stevie had shout out stevie's people too stevie had the family they not asking none of them fucking questions yeah, when you got to leave. When we got a party to go to, Stevie's parents just let him go. That's when you were saying, I wonder if they're like, if everybody had to deal with that. That's the example. Oh, okay. Hell no, Corey. Yeah, for sure. Because when we went over to Stevie's house, all we had to do was fucking leave. Yeah, no questions asked, bro. They, <laughs> no questions. They dropping us off. What time y'all need to be picked up? They Absolutely. Don't, don't so, yeah. Uh, and Stevie had older sisters that were grown by that point, exactly. so they're coming so, to get us. Right, right. And then they 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 had already been through the mud with, with everybody. So when it came to us, the babies, they were just like, man, whatever. And we all boys. That's why I'm saying I know it's different when you got to deal with boys and girls, but we were we were boys, so they would also gave us more freedom Absolutely. To, to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, we would say, <laughs> I hope my parents listen to this shit. Bro. Yeah, I hope so too, <laughs> bro. I'm gonna send this to my bro, mom. Facts, facts. Clip this. <laughs> we would say, bro, we go into Stevie's house to stay tonight. Like you said, we would pick a certain day if we knew a function was on that day. Hey, this weekend I'm staying at Stevie's house just so we could go to the function with no questions. Yup. <laughs> yeah. So mom don't have to show up at the party. Right, right, right. Mom don't even fucking know I'm gone. Even if, mm-hmm. even if we are gone from the house 
they think we gone with Stevie's parents. Exactly. Oh my, it was the greatest <clears throat> shit ever. Yeah, meanwhile, we in a cut. <laughs> Losing it. <laughs> Losing it somewhere, bro, nigga. Stupid, bro, for real. <laughs> For real, man. That shit a blessing, though. Like I said, bro, uh, just because we, we grew up in the same neighborhood. And that's another thing. Like, I'm just so grateful for it still to this day. Like, a lot of people don't have that. I Hell talk to yeah. people. I meet people all the time. And I'm just like, damn, you didn't grow up with real friends. You don't have lifelong friends. I'd be like, oh, shit. Every time I mention me, you, Stevie, um, Hop, Orion, shit like that, mm. um, everybody will be like, oh, my God, you've known them since elementary school yeah man. yeah and y'all are still friends yeah 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 <laughs> right that's why i say it's not even like a it's normal you know what i mean but it's really not it's abnormal when i hear about people like now i know these days and i, I hate making it a male female thing um i know a lot of women that cycle like yeah, they deal that, with more than we do. Unless they grow up with friends like us, like right. unless they've had them from the right. bottom like that, right? Um, they deal with a lot more than we deal with, yeah, of course, uh, of course. emotion wise. So, of course. yeah, yeah, there's more friends that go in and out of the mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. But we've had friends go in and out of our circle yeah, too. It happens, it happens. But like I said, our core. You got to weed them niggas out. Yeah, of course, bro. But our our core friends, like you said, the niggas that you mentioned, like it's a that's why the podcast so easy bro i've been knowing this nigga since what was we eight years old seven third years old? third grade something like yeah third grade what is that eight eight years old eight yeah. years old bro you know so i'm 26 now bro like that shit is crazy yeah that's almost 20 years that's crazy that's bro. more than half <laughs> my life nigga. <laughs> like my entire life nigga. that's like yeah that's <laughs> like 80 like percent of my <laughs> life nigga <laughs> the fuck shit is insane bro but uh, yeah, that, that shit is funny, though. Outside of that, one more thing I just wanted to mention, though. Uh, nigga, Saturday mornings, I couldn't really sleep in it. My pops, bro, he would just make up shit for me to do on Saturday I mean, mornings, my, bro. That's black people. That's oh my dad, my too. Oh, God, fam. My dad would have us up on Saturday morning washing <laughs> the walls. No way. Nigga. What? Washing the walls. Ow. What a towel, nigga. What but like, what was y'all doing to the wall? Shit, nigga. You Ajax that bitch got down, nigga. <laughs> I can't remember what we was putting on that bitch, nigga. Like, Ajax. He was drawing on the walls and shit. Nigga. He said you Ajax that bitch, bro. Nah, for real. Uh, but Making up shit, bro. Washing, wa- but I can just think of like the Saturday morning cleaning music type oh, yeah, shit yeah. that my people would play. Just reminding me, yeah, my ass was up every mm-hmm. single morning. Even if there was nothing to do, yes, they're not letting you sleep. That's what and like get you said, your, like you're not gonna <laughs> sleep all day. Why? It's a black people thing, like you said, bro. It's like they hated to see us not doing shit. They hated to I see us like, just relaxing, yeah. like in this house that they pay for. That they pay for. Yeah, like you ain't doing so much in this house that you deserve to relax. I'm like, mom, I'm ten. I'm like, <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> like, damn, I've done everything you asked me to do. What do you mean? You just be chilling. Get off that game. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> That's an ass whooping. Right. And you can't. And you can't say why. I know. You just have to. You just have to do bullshit and not question why. Man, and see. No, that's uh, fucked up. No, nah, for real. I'm glad we can talk about it because it ain't right. No, I was about to say, that's some shit on real. Like, we're joking real shit. When I have kids, like, I'm going to have to explain certain yeah. shit that did not get explained to me. Facts. Because your eyes been on this motherfucking television too long. Right. And you're going to make yourself sick doing this, son. Right. I'm going to make something up if I need to. Facts, but, like, bro. the niggas, no, get off that goddamn game. Yeah, man. Why? I'm going to beat your ass. 
That's crazy. <laughs> like, well, all I did was ask a question, man. But no, nah, my, my pops for sure, bro. Yard work, Saturday mornings, cleaning up, like you said, the house. Mom's uh, nigga clean up the bathroom every Saturday morning. Oh like, my, my mom, my mom didn't play about the bathrooms, bro. So, like, my mom didn't either. Nigga, and it, bro, I could just have cleaned that shit like the week before. Like, that's why I'm glad I had two sisters. We cycled weekends. Oh, okay, bet. See, nigga, I had to do it every time, especially if we knew guests were coming, somebody was coming over, family. Oh, nigga, that bathroom gotta be clean. So, absolutely. Bro. Thanksgiving. Oh, my Christmas. Crisp, spotless. That shit needs to be spick and spack. Yeah, bro. I'm like, damn, I am tired. I just worked all week at school, nigga. I did do something. <laughs> worked all week at school. I did do something this PE was hard, nigga. Right, nigga. We had a pacer test this week. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. My damn, we had the push-up the push test. Man. The fuck? And the sit-up test, nigga. Thanks, bro. That's crazy. You remember those? The sit-up? The push-up and the, oh, yeah, the sit-up yeah. pacer? Yeah, yeah. Fucking stupid. For what? Like, why? No, yeah. They need to explain <clears throat> that, too. What's the point, bro? Really, what's the point of the pacer test? Now that we older, what was the point of the pacer test? I really don't. What was it? It's probably tracking like something with your heart, or like your like what was they like tracking your, with your speed or like I don't know. It don't make like I'm gonna have to look that up because like now they still do it. I know, but now I look at it like what's really the point of the pacer test? I don't know, but the same way we were little kids doing little kid bullshit mm-hmm. or and talking shit based mm-hmm. off of who came in what place. Yeah. I hear kids at school. They were like, <laughs> "Nigga, you came in fifth on your fucking pacer test. Shut up." And I'd be like, "Damn, he did come in fifth though." See, they really add into the kids traumatizing each other and bullying each other. Because the patient says really don't matter. It's not like it's not like you they using that to advance you within sports. It's I know, like, like it doesn't go to track and field. Yeah. And shit like, nah, but like kids need some shit like that. No, nah, like, facts. Talk like, shit. The competition, yeah, bro. That's we thrived off of that. Now niggas <laughs> just go and tell. But like nigga, we use that as ammo. Um, I suspended a little nigga the other day because um they play two hand touch football uh-huh. during PE. A little nigga got mad. He got pushed too hard. He started punching the nigga in the face. Like, nah, you got to go home, man. Like, come on, man. Cool Can't off. Do that here. Cool off, man. Like, keep school. your hands, feet, and other objects to yourself. Yeah, man. Number one. Yeah, that, yeah. That's come on. Now, that's, that's number one, man. That was number one in the goddamn book. When we grew up, yeah, that was number one. <laughs> yeah. There was, how many of it was it? 10, 12? Uh, yeah, something like that for sure. But them number ones was, was the most. Number seven was always mine. What was seven? Excessive talking distracts uh, others. <laughs> It only makes sense. It only makes sense that I'm a potter. No, real shit. No, like, yeah, I know. yeah, I remember it by heart because it was so bad. It went past my my planner. Okay, where they would put it in there. Every progress report and report card I would get when it had the comments at the bottom, it would say excessive talking distracts others, and I would get my ass beat every time. Every time I could have all A's, nigga. <laughs> if that shit says excessive talking, yeah. ass whooping. Now that we're in that thing, I just want to highlight, yo. I got my ass beat for everything. Yes. During when there was the color chart, um, when you were growing up in elementary, mm-hmm. they had green, yellow, um, and red, red. No, we even had blue, and there was blue at blue. the bottom. Okay. But with blue, you going to fucking office? <laughs> 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 you, you, they've had it with you, nigga. <laughs> um, but my dad didn't understand that green was great. And yellow, like, you really had an okay day. <laughs> an okay day. You had an okay day. Yeah, like, no. they might have talked to you a no, couple sir. times, but, like, you had an okay day. Pop said, all oh, I see is green. Every yellow. I mean, and I had yellow, like, every day. Of course. Of I course. got my ass beat for every yellow. I got my ass beat every day for, like, two years straight. <laughs> that sounds really funny. I could call my mother right now. She'll validate it. 
Like, pot, I am not bullshitting with you. I got my shit beat up. Whoa. Alone, cuz. You did what? Nothing. 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 This is actually, like, I don't even know why I'm still talking about this. Keep it on. Nigga said, got beat up. Bro, I don't even know how to return. It's cool, cause you ain't got to. <laughs> if you if you're not comfortable, bro, we could just move on. I got my ass beat down. <laughs> no, no, I got my ass beat every day for, like, for a couple like, of years. Nah, same man. And uh, I'm actually calling the cops now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My pops though, for sure, man. He was. I'm I'm grateful for them ass whoopings, but my pops used to beat my ass. I'm grateful. Dog. Yeah, my dad was violent. Dog, like used to like moms had to come in and say that's enough. Dog. This is no bullshit. My father used to let me know how much he weighed every time before he whooped our ass. I, pr- I swear to God, like it was only like one eighty five, but I swear on my life, he'd be like, "Yo, I'm about to lay all one hundred eighty five pounds into your ass right now." Bro, pops is insane for that. Bro. I'm like, what the fuck? This nigga had to tell you his weight class every time. It, just, was, it was a weigh in right before the ass whooping. Every just time. to let y'all know how fucked up this this. This shit is uh, My pops used to say If God call you And I call you You better come see What I want first Damn I'm like nigga Ow <laughs> Pops <Dude>. Really <laughs> You going to hell I was say Like think about that pops Oh like, no damn. he had thought about it No it was well thought out That was that was actually Really fearful But bro Yelling out your weight class Before the ass whooping No yeah To a seven year old Bro that's insane Like that shit was probably Frightening for you Imagine yelling that out To a nigga that weighs 40 pounds Exactly (laughs) Like bro It's unfair Yeah no (laughs) Like the weigh in Nah bro Like you need He needs another opponent I felt it Wow That's funny though CPS came through I I wasn't going Mad visits (laughs) Mad Mad visits Like I know you was gonna go there Mad visits (laughs) I I didn't know Mad visits They're like, damn, he ain't stopped yet. No, take me, nigga. <laughs> they like, damn, we D- were just here. Damn, can I go with y'all yet? <laughs> nigga, I was begging to be put in the system. Bro, shut up. <laughs> These niggas don't fucking come get. No, there's not food at home. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. There was mad food at home. Mad Shout out, Mom food. Dukes. Shout out, Mom yeah, Dukes. Yeah, yeah. You gave me everything and everything you gave me. No, he's been inside. <laughs> oh my gosh, nigga started. Rapping, uh, shit, Dear Mama Tupac, you might as well get to that as well, shit. Oh, where? You need that? Nah, nah. Oh. nah. <laughs> so I got that one, too. Let's say, nigga. Ooh, bro, you crazy, When I was... <laughs> when I was young... Oh, let's get to that, bro, because why the fuck did he out his mama about being a crackhead? Bro, that is fucking insane. He told everybody his mom put him out at 17. Like, what the fuck, Pac? Pac, that's illegal. Like, <laughs> like stop. Oh... Um, he told the whole world my mom was a crack addict. Nigga, she had me in jail. Yeah, that's tough. Maybe he just wanted y'all to know, like, I really came from that muddy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I appreciate it. It's a classic song forever. We know that. But damn, like, when you really break down the lyrics, I'm like, Pac, I think I would have kept that one to myself. <laughs> you think You think Pac mom was mad when that shit came out? Hell yeah. <laughs> I think she would be. But I mean, what can you say at that point? But yeah, I would. Nah, like, crack do shit Like, it do different shit to the brain. <laughs> what do you mean? That shit was probably fired her when oh, that shit came when out. When she heard it for the first time? Probably. And even as a crack fiend, mom, <laughs> I'd be like, Pac, shut the fuck up talking to me about that. You always was a black queen. That's crazy. That's crazy calling mm-hmm. your mom a crack fiend. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, but maybe he's, wax. Just, maybe he's just keeping it real. Yeah, but it's on wax forever. He on some shit like, Mom, it ain't nothing I ain't never said to you to your face. You think he caught his mama crack fiend to her face? Absolutely. Have you seen the Tupac movie? Yeah, I have. You I remember have. that scene when they was uh like when he first yeah. found out when she was downstairs mm-hmm. and he was looking up from the apartment? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a that's a that's moment. Tough. Absolutely. That's that, tough. Your stomach hit your ass in a moment like yeah, that. Tough. Imagine like if you saw your mama down there like buying crack. Yeah. I would probably call her a crack fiend too. <laughs> get your crack fiend ass. Yeah. I'll call mama crack fiend. Fuck it. Damn, that's crazy. Fuck and the thing about it is, like, if she down there buying it like that in front of everybody, that means it's so it's bad at that point. Yeah, she don't care. Like, it's not your first time trying it. Yeah. You're at the point where you're such an addict, you buy crack in front of everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, like, if you your mother was buying crack in front of everybody. Facts. No, you're right, because, you know, them first couple times, niggas try to hide it. You know, you don't want nobody to see you, but once you- You do a little car transaction, he, yeah, getting, yeah. he getting the passenger seat handed off. Like, you might right, slap right. a nigga five. It might, the money might exchange there. Yeah, yeah. Might be a young thug handoff. Yeah, quick, simple, you know, straight to the point type shit. Yeah. But, but once you get your first hit and you, and you know where your fix is, you know where your limit is, yes. <laughs> you don't care no more. Okay. You will buy it in front of your kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, literally. She literally said, like, stay, stay here. <laughs> I'll be back. She left him in a car. It was a party going down <laughs> like, there, nigga. Bro, imagine your mom's leaving you in the car to go pick up some crack. No, imagine you are in fucking New York. You have been begging to come live in Los Angeles with your mother. Mm-hmm. You're there the first day. She's buying crack in front of the hood. Yeah, man. Just imagine what she's done in the hood for the crack. <laughs> nigga, everybody's hit that. Shit. I'm, I'm going back to New York. I'm going back. And I'm selling that work up there, nigga. For real, man. That's crazy. I'm sorry. It's funny, though, man. Is that all about how strict parents work? That is. Fuck. Yeah. Apparently, Afeni was not strict. <laughs> um, But we can go ahead and get into music. Are we ready? Yeah, let's move on. All right. Do we want to start with the... The 2013 albums that we might have missed because yeah, we man. keep missing albums. Yeah, continuation. We got we got a few more for you. Go ahead. Yeah, bro. we got a couple. We missed Hall of Fame by Big Sean. Bro, every time we get back to it and you like, we missed this and we missed this, I'm like, how the hell did we miss this? It's because the very first time we started talking about it, we saw a post from a blog about it. You're right. It and, wasn't our list. Right. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they had a certain list. Yeah, you're right. So- we started reading off of that. I think the only one that I added from that list um, was Wale. Yeah, it was Wale. The gifted. Yep. <clears throat> You're talking about emails. My fucking school's emailing me right now. <laughs> um, but the only one that we had we had added on there was Wale. Come the next pod, then we had our own list right. of things that we saw were missed, and there were a lot. And now we're realizing we've missed even more. And like mm-hmm. I said, throughout the course of the year, I'm sure we're gonna. Realize more, right. and we're yeah, gonna yeah. talk about them every single time. Yeah, let's do it. Hall of Fame by Big Sean. This Man. goes this this goes unappreciated. <clears throat> yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think still to this day, this is one people are still sleeping on, and it's one of the best projects. Very slept on that uh, Big Sean ever put out, bro. So this is coming off of Finally Famous, of course. We know that's the one that took him commercial. That was his intro to the world, right? But then the one of his biggest albums, 2012. You get the Detroit album. You know, and then roll the next year, 2013, you get the Hall of Fame album, bro. Big Sean's, like, intro to the game, those first couple of years, that's not talked about enough. Big Sean was one of the biggest rappers out. No cap. I, I want to, I'm not trying to correct, correct, but um, they turned the Detroit shit into an album. That was a mixtape mix back tape. then. Right, right, of course, but yeah. <clears throat> but nevertheless, we went from 
finally famous. I think that might be maybe his third third biggest album, something like finally that. Finally famous? Yeah. But it was his intro, intro. into the game. Right, right. It blew him the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um you got that Nicki Minaj track on there. You got Wiz Khalifa features. You got Chris Brown on there. Everything you needed. Everything you needed on that album. Yeah, yeah. Then you fast forward to the Detroit um mixtape, like you were saying. Then you get Hall of Fame. Did you want to go through Detroit or No, no, I was just looking at it. Okay. <clears throat> you intro with nothing is stopping you. One of the best intros, bro, still to this day. Oh my gosh. Man. It is amazing. I don't know. And like I said, I'm just saying it's just just firing off the hip right now. But I don't know if he's had a better intro from all of his projects. That nothing is stopping you intro, bro. Is that great? Every it, time I listen to the album, it, just, it puts me back in 2013. It's that good. Um, I'm trying to think about the dark sky. I I don't think that was what I needed. Um, <clears throat> I decided. Intro. Nah. Nah. Yeah, it may be his best intro, man. Maybe. Let me see. Finally famous. What do you have? If it was that Chris Brown bitch, then nah, that was like the third song. My last was the third song. So yeah. Maybe. Yeah, this might be his, his best intro. We, we we didn't go through everything, <clears throat> but it might be. <clears throat> and then you got the tell him I need more fire coming up next. Like, come on now. <sighs> <laughs> Maybe it was promo. Did this just not get enough promo? Uh, I really don't know why this album is not talked about enough. This had Beware with Janae Aiko. That was a huge <clears throat> song back in 2013 mm-hmm. when you said... It was over. Yep. You shot right through my heart. Y'all know that fucking track. Wayne on there too. Yep. Um. <clears throat> then you go on. Like I said, you got uh, Beware, First Chain. You had a Nas and Cuddy feature. Jesus Milf. You had Nicki Minaj back on the album and Juicy J. You had a Miguel feature. You remember Ashley? Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Guap is on here too. Guap is on there. The Moolah Remix is on here. Like, Big Sean, man. Jeezy was on there. Jesus. Yeah. There, there's no reason why this album should have been huge. And this is the album that a lot of people will say Big Sean missed on. They'll say it was a sophomore slump. <clears throat> and it it shouldn't, though. I hate that. This is one of my favorite Big Sean albums. Yeah, I like this better than Finally Famous. Whoa, word. I do. I do like this better than Finally Famous. The only reason I think this is better than Finally Famous. I think I like Finally Famous more just because I was so in the moment when Finally Famous uh-huh. came out. That was like one of the best years of my life. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And, and I can understand just from the nostalgia it's of that hidden. album. It's hidden. Um he had all the commercial songs, radio songs. For me, why I would say Hall of Fame is just better just from like the production, the rapping, the songs. Like you don't have, and maybe that's why I was slept on. We didn't have all of the commercial hits. You didn't have. No, you're right. You didn't have Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. You didn't have <clears throat> Dance. You didn't have My Last. You know what I'm saying? He had great music. High with Wiz Khalifa. Great music still on Hall of Fame, but just none of those radio hits at that time. So maybe that's why, quote unquote, it was a sophomore slump. But if you really was listening to the music, bro, like I feel like he grew. You this know what was I'm saying? Great. He grew from what was it? Two years? When did Finally Famous come out? Ten or eleven? I think it came out in 10, but let me just double check. It says 11. 11. Okay, never mind. So, 11. So two years, bro. Within that two years, like we said, we got the Detroit mixtape. Like, you saw the growth in Big Sean. That's why I can say Hall of Fame was better to me. Yeah, because even in the radio hits that Big Sean had out, they weren't the best lyrically. He was just right. really hot. Right. He was really popular. Mm-hmm. It was really poppy. Mm-hmm. Um. When you got to Hall of Fame, it really set up 
his rap career, yep. how well he was. I mean, like how how good he was at rapping. Mm-hmm. And then you get Dark Sky Paradise, which is his best project he's ever put out. Yeah, to me, that's <laughs> that's the best album Big Sean's ever put out. Yeah, without a doubt. <clears throat> and then it really turned Big Sean into an elite rapper. Then you got I Decided 2017, yeah. and then he's on into a legendary career right 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 he's had a nice career though bro i still think his his music is mad fucking boring uh yeah of course um i would say his <laughs> no nah, his his newer shit definitely i would say he, his albums that he put out first are more um what can i say bro like i would say it's better than what he's put out lately like the newer shit is still good because big sean is a star but it is kind of boring. Everything, I feel like it was more excitement early in his start of his career than it is now. You are very correct. Everything from I decided and on to me is is boring. Dark Sky Paradise and before is what I like. I give you that. <clears throat> 2015 to 2011. That's a nice four-year run, though. He had one of the biggest four-year runs that we've ever seen, bro. Like Absolutely. He turned up, he turned up good music. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then Kanye said he was never on the label. <laughs> fucking crazy <laughs> like what are we talking about he carried the label this bro. shit like he he had oh fucking terms like there's certain things that now don't happen artists don't have you saying certain shit mm-hmm. wearing certain shit i'm not talking about big sean um when i'm saying wearing certain shit but click niggas wasn't saying click like that that was that was an early 2000s thing that got brought back by big sean right Swerve, Swerve was all Big Sean, boy, boy. Come on now, but when we swerve, yeah, that was all Big Sean. Oh, I remember you bitches need to be ashamed <laughs> of yourself for how many times you said swerve, and it was so corny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, swerve, swerve on them, swerve. <laughs> Stupid man, and they spelled it weird. Um, how did they spell it? I don't even fucking remember. Uh, some of them hoes spelled it with an I. I don't like that. S W I R V. Are you like, kidding me? You better get it out of my face. That <laughs> Bro, that's that's like the the loose and loose conversation. You bitches gotta stop. Oh no 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 yeah, loose is loose. Bro, like in this one, my, this one o for loose. This is my thing, bro. This is just going back to social media. I know I'm I'm off track, right? This shit just I got the Arthur fist right. I know, now. like my nigga, my blood's boiling. <laughs> but look, bro. they're there. Yeah, that too. But nigga, the the loose loose spelling, bro. <laughs> I think what happened, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get mad at the very first person because I'm gonna say maybe they had a typo when they first did it. But niggas are followers. Y'all saw somebody spell that shit wrong and then just roll with it. Why do people spell lose wrong? Lose has never had two O's. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe when you say like when you say it, it sounds like lose. No, nigga. Add some ease to that bitch. Do not add an O because it becomes a, a new word. That shit is annoying <laughs> as hell, bro. Like, y'all see people spelling this shit wrong and then you spell it wrong on purpose. You, that makes your that makes you dumb. But the thing about it is, maybe lose should should be L O O Z E. Maybe that's the, maybe what maybe that's the real problem. Lose. Lose. No, nigga. <laughs> Niggas are illiterate, bro. God damn. So what's the difference between loosen and lose? <laughs> loosen? Nah, loose. I don't know, nigga. I don't even know what you're saying right now. Now, if you really say lose like it's supposed to be like pronounced, L-O-S-E, that's like los. <laughs> <laughs> los. But bro, our entire lives, 
in school, they taught us how to spell lose. It had one O. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand. Like, that's why I brought it to, like, the first. I'm not I'm not mad at the very first person that did it because maybe you had a typo. I'm going to let you make it. But everybody else after that that saw them spell it the wrong way and then roll with it, I'm mad at y'all. Now that we're just getting shit that we're mad off, like, and we're still in the school realm, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to fight every nigga that didn't say the teacher's name and just said Miss. <laughs> wow. Oh, God damn, you niggas were in the- Miss. But Miss, can I? Bitch, Miss Johnson, nigga. Say it. Respect her. <laughs> say her name. Say her name. <laughs> say her name. Chill out, bro. You're sick for that. <laughs> Nah, don't make it. Don't make it a thing. I knew what you was doing. <laughs> no, don't make it a thing. Say her name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> for real. Um, but no, nah, that shit used to piss me off. Like, facts. Say her name for real, though. Miss. I'm trying to go to the bathroom. If you call her Miss Johnson, maybe you get. To I was gonna say maybe she let you go. Some teachers used to correct you though. I know for sure. Teachers we grew up with. I, I remember like say like them telling what's my name. Nah, but some just let it go, miss. And then I had to take matters into my own hands. <laughs> Imagine fighting that nigga because he, <laughs> cause he, he won't say the teacher's teacher. name. <laughs> That's niggas who just want to fight for nothing. Just Daniels, nigga. <laughs> That's funny, nigga. That's fucking funny. <clears throat> now, are we are we actually ready to get into music now? Uh, we had one more, one more. Album. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. Young rich niggas. Sheesh, man. Amigos, 2013. Holy shit. Yeah, this, another one, like we said, we're just like, when you really start breaking down albums and you really go back to the year of 2013, it's like, okay, this is one that we just have to mention. This had Versace. This had Bando. This had- Finesse. Um, Hannah Montana. Finesse, Fuck 12. Fuck 12. Pronto. Young Rich Niggas. We Ready Remix. Like, oh my goodness, man. I know the Amigos blew up in 2017 when- Bad and Bougie came out. That's when they really like became Adios. Rock stars. Adios was a crazy one. But in 2013, man, you want to talk about tearing up the streets, the start of the culture. Young Rich Niggas is where the birth of Migos began. Where do you even start? Like, these niggas came out of nowhere. Now, of course, they came off of the Drake, the Drake feature. Mm-hmm. Can we rewind for a second before we talk about Migos and yeah. talk about what this feature was in Drake's career? Okay, yeah. This this was really just him taking Amigos track uh, or an unknown group's track mm-hmm. and going crazy on it. But when we heard the Versace remix with Drake on it, for me, that was the that was the verse that really started to to change things in my mind. I was like, oh. He's one of the best fucking rappers there is. Like he's Drake. he's one of the best rappers out. Like, mm-hmm. it really started the beginning of the Nothing Was The Same season for Drake. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The moment that shit dropped, I promise, I was like, oh, he's going to be the biggest nigga in the game. Yeah, I can remember uh, just the explosion from Twitter when this song <clears throat> came out. And just to add to what you're saying, because we had Drake coming off of uh, Thank Me Later and, and Take Care. And we knew Drake was Drake. We knew he was an R&B god, whatever you want to call him. But like you said. A rap. He can rap and he can sing. He can rap Ooh. and he can sing. You know, but it was like, okay, like, what is he really going to do from this point on? Um, so, yeah, I remember Twitter just going crazy because, like you mentioned, we really didn't know. If you wasn't in Atlanta, you really didn't know who the Migos were that much. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not even at all. Um, but then when Drake hopped on that song, bro, like, yeah, it took it to a whole nother level. His bars were insane. But then... 
it was like, oh shit, we about to get nothing was the same. Who the fuck is the Migos? I was about to say, you know what I'm saying? Who are these niggas? <laughs> Who's these niggas, bro? For real. But uh, no, nah, I would say that was very monumental because now we know as the years have gone on, Drake always does this, we can call it cosigns. Um, but that was like the first one. That was really the first one. Then yeah. you get on to the I Love McConan's shit and like everybody that. Else. Yeah, but that was that was the first one and probably the most important one. Damn near. <clears throat> I would say like mm, Tuesday just from like what it did. Just for that time yeah. period. But no, as it pertains to rap, rap, history, the culture. Yes, that's the biggest one he's ever done. Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to everybody that he's put on. But Migos is the biggest. For but sure. the moment that that happened... We were like, who the fuck are these guys? Mm-hmm. We got to listen to their shit now. They immediately dropped the project. The shit was fire. Yeah, fire as hell, bro. Um, <clears throat> I really didn't get into them until the next year. 2013 was when they started. Um, I can't remember what it was. What's what's the one right there? No Label 2. No Label 2. Was that 2014? Yes, sir. Yes. Um, yeah, that was the is, one. Is that the one that had Fight Night on it? Yep. That's when I started listening to Migos. Yeah, this one got Fight Night, Handsome and Wealthy, Freak No More. Yes. First 48. Yes. Payola. Yes. Yeah, that's, this is when niggas really <laughs> turned up. <laughs> no label. And I, I'm not ashamed to say I'm not a day one yeah, of the Migos because yeah. I, I listen to all that music too, but No Label 2 was when I came in yeah. and, and really became a Migos fan. Hot Boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. First 48. Damn, niggas just going crazy, bro. Jesus. <sighs> Yeah, Jesus. Who would have? And even in two thousand and thirteen and fourteen, who would have thought they would have made it to where they are today? Not Rest us. in peace, Tate. Not us. Not not me. Not me. Not me. Never. Um, the Met Gala, number one song in the world. Yeah, them niggas are moguls. <laughs> For real, man. Forever stamped, man, in hip hop, but just just some niggas from the bando. Just rock stars now, man. Greatest group of all time. All right. <laughs> I was, you didn't let me finish. I was about Sorry. to say this is what Rolling Stone said. Oh, I was about, I was to, about say. to add on to my joke. <laughs> you looked nah, at me crazy, bro. Yeah, nigga. Rolling Stone, bro. Anytime Rolling Stone stamps some shit, it's the truth. Come on now. I thought we've been over this. You're right. You're right. If Rolling Stone said they're the biggest group ever, bro, they're the best group ever. Who's who's the best group ever, Corey? <sighs> so I'm not gonna say my number one, but I'll give you guys. Oh my god. I don't have a, I don't have one. What? I don't have who's the best group. I don't. I don't. NWA is in the conversation. Outcast is in the conversation. Uh, I don't have like I don't just sit around like bro. That's my favorite group of all time. I don't have one, but I know who who are the greatest. Do you have a favorite number one all time? Outcast. I said Outcast. Nah, but you didn't say it was your favorite group. I just don't have a favorite group. Outcast. Outcast. NWA, NWA for sure. Tribe Called Quest. Of course. Um, Migos. Of course. <clears throat> Then you get on to the public enemy daylight shit like that. Right. But nah. You can say run DMT if you want, you know. Yeah, I don't go back that far. Me neither, but I'm just saying like. We- I'm going to rap about the shoes on my feet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I fucked that girl. I'm going to ski. Oh. And my Adidas. Money. It don't mean a thing. I'm going to take your girl out and buy her a ring. <laughs> I respect hey, women when we're out. Ooh, rap had to start somewhere, man. Shit, but nah, that shit funny listening back. It's like, but shit, corny. Have you seen that, that fucking video? He was like, what what parents think uh real rap yeah, is. He was like, la di da di, pearls and pearls, la di da di, 
Lottie, Lottie, Lottie. Pills and pills. That's how they all started their raps, though. He's like, every fish has gills. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lottie, Lottie. We like to party. We that don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. Shout out Slick Rick, man. Yeah, bro. That's real, fucking funny. That's hilarious. <clears throat> but yeah, shout out all the forefathers. Wow. Um, but we were on Migos. We had just talked about young rich niggas coming out in 2013. We're out of the 10-year the rap, but let's stay in Migos. Okay. Because we're six years, basically to the date. I think we might be one day off mm-hmm. or two days off, something right. like that. Yeah. To the date of Culture One dropping, Corey. Man, 2017, like you said, it's been six years now. Can you believe that? No, I cannot. What the hell? It's been six years since 2017? Yeah, man. It's, it's actually insane because I remember exactly where I was when this shit dropped. Me too. And I was in a crazy point in my life, nigga. This is 2017. We're in college. Yeah, you was in that trap, Corey. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Niggas is trapped out, for real. Is in that trap. <laughs> yes, sir. Niggas is in that trap. Chill out, bro. Chill out, man. My bad. But yeah, it was just, just crazy times, man. You know the, what I always say, growth, bro, growth. Yeah, man. <clears throat> niggas, niggas had to start somewhere. Yeah, we had to start somewhere, man. But no, culture, like I said, 2013, put them niggas on the map, you know, hood-wise, street-wise. But 2017 is when these guys became moguls. The pinnacle. This was... This was- the, the top of the mountain for them. Man, these niggas reached heights that we had never saw before. So, of course, like we mentioned, this is coming off of Bad and Bougie. I want y'all to know, 2016, Bad and Bougie came out on SoundCloud first. Yes. Towards in the, the, in the yeah, summer. Yeah, it was summer. It was towards the end of the summer, I believe. <coughs> yeah. Either that or it was August or September. August. It was August. Type oh, so, so, towards the end of the yeah, summer. Yeah, because yeah. it, was, it was a semester coming back mm-hmm. uh, when we came back. We came back year. as sophomores in college, mm-hmm. yes. So... We was ringing that shit off the whole 2016, bro, on SoundCloud. I, I remember us just riding around every party right before, like, the pregame, slapping bad and bougie. You know what I'm saying? But still at this point, we're not thinking these guys are going to reach the height that they reach. But then once bad and bougie gets all of the success, they Charles roll around. Gambino shouted out at the at the, uh, at the, the Oscars. Uh, Oscars, yep. Or the Golden Globes Golden or something Globes, like that. Yeah, yeah. Then they roll around January 2017 and give us this culture album, and this is the birth of culture. It was just it, dog. When you talk about great things in music and in rap, and it, the stars aligning, the stars aligned perfectly mm-hmm. for Migos in 2016 and 17. You couldn't ask for a better trajectory in rap. Like they came from nothing to hood rich. To burning the streets up in the rap game, yeah. and then they hit it commercially, and they went even higher. They became rock stars, man. They became um, known as the best group at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like they crossed over, bro. Like they became white people. Like came onto the Migos. I'll just say that, bro. Like these niggas hit a, a whole new picture, a whole new family that we had just never seen. Not only from a group, but not only just from the hip hop industry within itself. I'm not gonna lie to you. Even certain things that are commercial that we didn't really think about before, Migos made the Met Gala popular in the black culture. Mm-hmm. Like n- people that were black had already been before Kanye and Jay and those right. people like that. But when we first saw the Migos at the Met Gala, that was the first time that the masses of black people were like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is the Met Gala?" Yeah, 
And from that point on, every nigga wanted to be at the Met Gala. Yeah. And then I'll even I'll even say this as well, bro. I know niggas always had jury and chains. I was just about to say it. But the Migos, bro, when they brought these big ass, bust down ass chains and watches. Shout out, shout out Rich Forever too. Yeah, of course, of course. He's the fourth Migo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rich, Rich the, the Kid, Rich is, the the kid is really the fourth Migo. Really the that's fourth not Migo. even a joke. Yeah, that's, that's real shit. <laughs> that's real shit. <clears throat> but you started to see people do that. Like you said, now everybody, wherever they at, whether it's the Met Gala or Grammys or BET Awards, everybody is there with a bust down chain and about five, six of them hoes on. That way. <laughs> That's Do you niggas remember oh, that you man. couldn't stop? Even us. We couldn't stop saying that way. Nope. We thought we would be saying that way today. Holy shit. Are we ashamed now? Are you ashamed for saying that way everywhere you went? Uh, Nah. I'm not ashamed. No, but like it's not even with a TH. I think it's the D that's <laughs> making me a little bit ashamed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I went everywhere saying that way. That way. Float on a track like a Segway. Yeah, yeah. And every time I heard somebody say offset... I had to scream a couple times after. <laughs> Facts, man. Uh, but no, I would say just because of the spelling, because that just goes back to the whole loose, loose conversation. Like, yeah, I can understand that. Um, but no, that's the time. I don't, I don't take away from the time, nigga. I lived it. We lived through it. I was a part of it. I was, nigga. I was the fifth member of the Migos. Okay, no man. I was number six. <laughs> For real, nigga. I'm gonna go through some of these tracks though, okay, because every single, I'm gonna go through all of them. Every they didn't miss. Yeah, man. Track number one was Culture, the intro featuring DJ Khaled. Number two, T-shirt, hit, a radio commercial single yep. hit. Yep, yep. Number three, call casting, hit. Another banger. A radio commercial hit. Four, Bad and Bougie, one of the biggest songs of the 2010s. Number five, Get Right With You, hit. Six, Slippery with Gucci Man, radio commercial hit. Still to this day. Yup. Literally. Seven. Big on big. Banger. Eight. What the price? I think is it was it always what the price? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. They never said that in the song. But it's what's the price. But they, <laughs> um what the price. Amazing. Brown paper bag. Amazing. Deads featuring two chains. Another radio commercial hit. Yep. Banger. Kelly Price, number twelve. Out your way as the outro. Amazing. What the fuck? They went 13 for 13. And if you want to miss or skip any track, it's the intro. And that's just because it's an intro. Yeah, just because DJ Khaled's screaming off at the start. But <clears throat> this song has no skips. Yeah, for sure. Album. I'm sorry. Yeah, this album yeah. has no skips. My apologies. For sure. Uh, but like I said, bro, just we got we got to give them their credit, man. And then, you know, I, I hate Take is not here anymore. But uh, these guys are monumental, bro. I will say and we can have this conversation now. We could, we could save it for later. But... Uh, this was the start of hip hop reaching its masses, bro. Where, yeah. Where we see hip hop now, this is 2017, the start of 2017. Like the Migos took hip hop to a whole nother level. That is level. the very beginning of it. Yes. Yeah. This is when this is when rap was on its way to becoming the number one genre. Like this is the start of it. I'm not gonna give that to the Migos. <clears throat> I didn't want to give them all the credit, but you got to give them some credit. Who are you giving it to? I think if we really want to think about it or talk about it, there is one or two. Drake is one. <clears throat> but out of the people that had blown up in that era, there's one artist that we can credit. Thug? No. Who? For bringing rap into the commercial or masses. Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. I think. I'll give you Uzi. I would say Lil Uzi. 
I think the Migos was first. No, I just, I just, he, like, whether it's his style of music, his style of fashion, the way he walks, the way he talks, him, Lil Uzi Vert is the dot connect in 2017 to 18 from, let's just be honest, from the white side of music Mm -hmm. and the, the black side of music. Lil Uzi Vert connected the two. I'll give you that. I just think the Migos had a more of an influence, but but you're right. They had a huge influence in, in rap culture once it connected to me. Okay. Um Louis Vert, I think, is really real deal responsible. He has a huge part in rap in bridging the gap For sure. from from the streets to commercial. I think niggas don't give him enough and he uh he's definitely monumental in that. Yeah. But you're right as well. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> Um, because they came in at a point in time where the shit had just started to yeah, connect. It was on its way to the top. And they were the biggest thing smoking. Yep. Um, pause. <laughs> Let's just get into the music. Are we ready to start with albums? Let's do it. All right, man. I only think we have one or two albums to talk about, but Lil Yachty decided he'd come through with a brand new style. Yes, sir. An alternative album. He said he's been working on this for two years. He mm-hmm. dropped an album called Let's Start Here. Yeah, and Let's Start Here, man. Um, so we, we actually got wind of this a few weeks ago. We just we forgot to bring it up as far as it coming out this past week on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had been letting us know that, you know, I have a completely alternative album on its way, uh, on the way. And, um, you know, from the fan standpoint, when you hear that, it's like, okay, boom, 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 whatever. But for us, just because of where we have been lately. We just talked last part or two pods ago about how alternative and pop and R&B mm-hmm. are really what we listen to the most. And it's really the the most popular genre these days. So we just finished talking about hip hop and how it hit its peak. I want y'all to know that rap is on the decline. And not like it's going to go anywhere. It's yeah, not going yeah, I'm anywhere. I'm just saying as far as being like the top number one genre, but... We as fans, as consumers feel that way, but I want y'all to know the artists feel that way as well. And so that's why you starting to get tapes like this. Yeah. Lil Yachty comes out of nowhere and says, I'm doing an all alternative album. You shouldn't be shocked if you're really paying attention to the trajectory of rap and hip hop and where it's going. Right. Uh, but hearing the album, bro, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I love the shit out of this project. I was blown away by Dog, this album. I was like, whoa, Yachty, like, hold on, man. Now, Yachty is really good at changing styles, reinventing what he needs to reinvent for a project. Um, we got a lot of great projects from him, but he's rapped well. Yeah. He switched his style, and we didn't like that Detro- uh, the Detroit project at first. I actually like a lot of those tracks really? on there these days and the style that he chose to, to okay. roll with the Detroit flow. Okay. Um, but let's start here. This is incredible. I, I I don't even know where to start. Um, I've listened to this album probably three or four times since this came out. I downloaded the entire thing immediately. When I heard track number one, I was a little thrown off. I was like, uh, I don't know what this is going to be. I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Track number one was all right to me. But from number two on in... I was drawing. Yeah, I got I to gotta give you that. I like number one just because of the production. There's mm-hmm. there's multiple instruments and different like segments of the song. It's like three songs in one. Right. So if you're, I'm just talking like to, if it's your first time listening, like give it a chance. Because, you know, sometimes you have to. You're hearing that first song, you be like, all right, man, I'm going to cut this shit off. 
Don't judge the book by the cover. Bro, give it a chance. Like I said, number one, the production is outstanding, but I know what you mean. Like it's it's like three, four songs in one, so it's kind of like all over the place. But like you said, once you get past that and you get to number two and on, it's like, okay, this nigga Yachty is just super talented and we shouldn't be shocked. He's very talented. He's given us music like this before. Obviously not a full project, but like- Teenage Emotions was kind of like that, yeah, his intro. Bro, you can go back to Teenage Emotions and like damn near compare the two. But like I said- this one, because he stamped it as all alternative, you know, like, okay, it's alternative. But Yachty has been making music like this for years. And that was his intro, and we knew him as a rapper, though. I know you. That's what we were expecting yeah. from Yachty, and he dropped Teenage Emotions, and we've got some of these tracks on here. Right. Um, it, it wasn't what we were expecting back then, but he has some of my favorite tracks of his on that album, like Made of Glass mm-hmm. on Teenage Emotions. That's one of my favorite little Yachty songs. Now, the album missed. I'm not going to lie. The album did miss. Yeah, because like what you just said, we were expecting something else, and he gave us one of those albums where you're trying everything yep. for, for his first, and yeah, people just wasn't fucking with it. He made up for it over the years. He started to give us those strictly rap albums. Nothing to prove. That was amazing. Yeah, I, I think this project, Let's Start Here, is his best project since that. Lobo 2, I'm, Lil- not, I'm not giving that as the best. Lobo 2, was. I will say it's great. It had the commercial songs it's, in there. It's great. Yeah. But nothing to prove was something to me that was amazing. Yeah, bro. Um, like you said, yeah, nothing to prove came out. Um, it came out after Lil Bo 2. Mm-hmm. He did them both the same year. Same year. Yeah, Lil yeah. Bo 2 came out, I think, during the summer or something like that. Yeah, you're correct. Nothing to prove came out in October. Well, and then Lil Bo 2 came out. Well, it came out in March. Yeah. Spring type shit. Yeah. Same shit. So we were right. <clears throat> um, yeah, this is his best. To piece me. of work to, to me. me as well. Yeah, yeah. Since nothing to prove, mm-hmm. Lil Yachty's an artist that he cares a lot about the cover art. He's always said that. Yep. He's never gonna miss on the cover art. This is I, I'm not, I haven't broken this down into what's what or what the fuck this might mean or what what's behind this. The cover art. Yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of. I don't even know who to make them out. No, but this is almost some like it has a deeper meaning to it type yeah, shit. For sure. So we're gonna get to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. Um, some of my favorites from this though. Number four, pretty. Oh my goodness. Are, are we for real? <laughs> this might be one of the best songs I've heard. This this album's gonna stand. I already know this album is gonna be one of my favorite albums of the entire year. Same. Like it's easily it's January. This is going to be one of the best albums of the year. Niggas are not going to top this shit. Not to me, because I'm in such an alternative bag right now. Um, You got to you got to pull Dominic Fike out to top some shit like this to me. Um, Let me keep going on the the message within failure. Amazing. It's almost to the point where I'm comparing this type of shit. It's not as hard. But I'm comparing it to some of the interludes and messages on Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. This, yeah, I was going to say, that's the one he's just talking, right? Yeah, yes. He's just talking. Yeah, yes. Yeah, got you, got you. When he talks about failure. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, How it means different to everybody else. You put your own meaning on what failure is to you. Yes. Yep, yep. Say something. Track number 10. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> For real, bro. And it's crazy because y'all know we we go back and forth all throughout the week. We text each other, right? Um, but- for this one, of course, we when it first came out, we said we sent it. Let's talk about it. But then to the actual group chat, you sent these two individual songs. It was four in the morning. I was just up smoking joints, right. playing music. But I was like, bro, those two, 
That's all right. We just got like and you a, get up at five. So yeah, I knew yeah. you were probably going to already be up. Yeah. We just got a similar ear, though. That's the point I want to make. Like, I was already feeling them as like my favorites. And I was like, yep. bro, you sent you sent the, the perfect ones. Like, <laughs> <laughs> them hoes are amazing. Because when it's not rap and I'm when I sent those, mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince the guys to listen to it. Right, right, right. So when I'm trying to my like my best to convince the guys to listen to it, you gotta send the best one. I gotta send the heavy hitters. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. That's <laughs> so, how it goes. <laughs> yeah, so that was probably either listen one or two uh-huh. that was around like four in the morning. And I was like, okay, these are the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Let me send those. Um, paint the sky, track number eleven, should I be, track number twelve. Um, there's another one that I can't think of that he's there's quite a few of them that he's singing with another female. Uh-huh. It's uh uh Drive Me Crazy number eight. Okay, that's yes. Yeah. So there's a female on that one, and then at the end, bro, he switches it up and then he's just start rapping like crazy. I'm just like, oh, this nigga boat is in his bag, man. And then another one of my favorites, the outro, Reach the Sunshine. This so, is amazing, Corey. Man, this is an amazing project, bro. And like I said, you got to listen to it with a different ear. Of course, it's easy for us to say just because this is the way that we've been on for the last like three, four, five months or whatever. But outside of that, bro, it's abstract. It's different. It's beautiful music. What I want to say the most, shout out to, to P and Coach K for allowing an artist that is based in rap the freedom to take a chance like this. A regular artist signed to a major that might be signed to Def Jam, might be signed to Interscope, might be signed to Atlantic solely. If you're a rapper, rapper, they're not just giving you the budget and the freedom to go and create this mm-hmm. and a, a layout and a rollout to just drop this. He had a rollout. Yeah, yeah. He might not have had a single come out before because this is not the type of shit mm-hmm. in the rap game you can put out singles and, and promo. Right. They would have had bullshit to talk about it. Um, this is the type of shit you just got to lay on somebody. Drop, yeah. But they gave him the space and the freedom to like, no, you you put out rap albums, but put this out. No, you are correct, man. He was able to go on different podcasts, have different interviews. He had a whole listening party to debut the album. Uh, Drake was there. Offset was there. Everybody. Uh, I, it was a big event. Man, it was crazy. It was a, he had it like a state, like not a stadium. It was like a, um, like a planet. What is it called? A pl- plan- planetarium? Yeah. But I remember because we took astrology together. <laughs> Me and Carly were in the same astrology course our <laughs> freshman year in college. And we, you, you got, you skated by with like a D in that Shit, bitch or barely, something. Yeah. I, I got an F, retook it at PJC and got an A. Oh, it was so amazing right, retaking right, that right. class. All it was was videos online. <laughs> Stupid shit. No, he he didn't want to pass us. Yeah, bro, he didn't. Fucker. Yeah, but he they uh it was like a planetarium though, or like an auditorium. He had it in like a planetarium. Yeah, yes. type shit. Um, but it was amazing, bro. And then one more thing, I just want to add, like you said, we should I, do a show at a planetarium. That was actually when I saw that, that was like a really fucking good idea. And with shit actually like going around on on the fucking ceiling and shit, bro, that shit would be amazing. Look at this. Who'd have thought? We actually shouldn't have said that. I know. Don't take that. <laughs> uh, Men in Black meme right here. Uh, but no, one more thing. I just wanted to just add to what you said about QC uh, slash Motown. Now you got you to gotta throw that in. Yep. yep. Uh, but allowing, allowing Yachty to be creative and to give him that freedom, bro. He said the reason why he created this album is because he wanted to be respected more as an artist. You yep. know, because he wanted he, to be taken seriously. He wanted to be taken seriously. So just big ups to the label, bro, because sometimes you bring some shit like that and they'll shut that shit down. It's not going to make us any money. And so far, bro, this album, I already know just from the game. Y'all not going to appreciate it. It's not going to sell well, but I don't care about the Fuck how this sells. This I don't is, care, bro. This shit is amazing. We just talked about how we need different artists yes. making different music That's in this problem. game. That's the problem. And I'm, I'm going to 
say something controversial and I'm not trying to even really bring what he did into shit. But Mm -hmm. like if we have a little baby making like trap music, we have Yachty making like alternative mixed with rap type shit. We have Drake making his sad music. You have a Tory Lanez making 80s music. You can mix the game up. And like, you can prolong the game. Rap is on the decline because all of you niggas are not spreading out and doing different shit. Do something different. Niggas Tell needed when when Jay Z and these niggas was killing it. You needed Pharrell to come come do something different and throw a different beat or a different drum. Like bro, that's that, that's the issue. I'm glad we touched on it because bro, I keep saying it. I just want because I want us to be the step. When niggas look a year, two years no from cap. now, when it's, and, and it starts and rap happening, is over. And, oh, and now, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> not over, but yeah. When you start to see more artists do this shit, just know the Rise and Grind podcast told you, niggas, bro. Yachty's the first. Drake did the dance shit. Tory did the '80s music. We're starting to see it. More artists are going to do alternative or more R and B or dance or rock, whatever it is. Wayne did the Rebirth album back in the day. No like, cap. And he did not care if he it flopped or not. Care. And That's it flopped. Exactly. It, it flopped. Exactly. But you have to put yourself out there, bro. It's, you have to. It's okay. It's okay. Nelly made a track with Tim McGraw. Country. And it was a smash. You never know. Exactly. Be different, bro. Was, were, were Nelly and Tim McGraw the very first Lil Nas X in, a, in Billy Ray Cyrus? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Took the blueprint right from Nelly, bro. That is crazy. Thieves. Pillage, pillagers, <laughs> pillagers, <laughs> pillagers. <clears throat> no, but but um, to wrap this up, I give Lil Yachty ten out of ten. Amazing, bro. Ten out of ten. You guys might not like this right now, but niggas didn't like Drake's dance album. Yep, niggas didn't like uh, Kanye Yeezus. Absolutely, shit. niggas didn't like Rebirth. Like I said, even going all the way back to Wayne, bro. Like niggas didn't like that. No, no, drop the world, still that shit. <laughs> That's my point. Like. <laughs> You can say prom queen, whatever you want to say. Prom queen, holy shit. Fucking hits that you just don't appreciate until time passes. So I agree with you. Niggas are going to appreciate this in a year or two, maybe towards the end of this year. But Yachty dropped an amazing project. Absolutely. Just give it a chance. Man, you got to take your hat off the Yachty shit and go listen to that. And it's because we, we grew up in that era. Like we, the beginning of our adolescence or like when we were in elementary school, alternative and rock was what rap is now it was the biggest thing out green day and good charlotte and all those green day makes this type of music yeah i went back and played some green day songs just from listening to this absolutely i went back and played american day uh american idiot okay that shit is something that's it stays downloaded in my phone like i I don't i don't bullshit about the green day i'm not even gonna lie um but yeah, it, it just started me back on my alternative kick. I was already on alternative music, but it was more all all R and B. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm back on that alternative. I'm on that Dominic Fike. I'm on that uh that that Posner type shit. <laughs> I feel you. <clears throat> but we can go ahead and move on. Was that the only album we had to talk about that was out? Mm-hmm. Um Lil Dirk said he's on the way. We really didn't want to talk about this, but you had such strong feelings on this that I felt like we needed to talk about it, Kari. Yeah, man. So um, just to add on what we just finished, the conversation we just got out of how <laughs> what we have been listening to lately, I've been listening to a lot of R&B. I've been listening to a lot of neo-soul, a lot of alternative music, right? 
Uh, rap is just not hitting for me right now. Just not hitting the same, bro. Everybody's talking about the same shit. Everybody has the same type of flow, same type of style, same time, same type of beats. That's true. So Lil Durk announced that he's on the way with the new album. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But in pre-production, I brought up to you a few weeks ago, I replayed Durk's album that came out last year, I believe, in January 7220. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I think this shit may be trash. <laughs> I was just like, oh, shit. Sometimes you have a complete... 180 on some shit in yeah, your brain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bro. and like i understand dirk um the the claim around him bro like i i know at that time he was one of the hottest rappers he was, him and baby was doing the shit they was the niggas oh, who was oh, the biggest in the game. game the biggest the biggest so, rapper of 2021 uh Lil dirk Lil dirk and Lil baby yeah for sure um, so I understood like the hype going into the new year and why he dropped the album and why maybe at that time it sounded so good because you can go back to episodes early last year and I'm nigga Dirk is the hottest nigga that shit is amazing boom 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 but I'm just like now I, I, when I hear when I play it back I'm like bro they don't be talking about nothing after one there's one project that I, I will say with Voice of the Heroes you can't say that no of course not they I'm really talking, talking that yeah, shit yeah, on Voice of the Heroes seven two two oh and it's don't get me wrong, bro. The album so well. It's a great album. It's a great project. But was, I'm just when I go back and dissect what's really being said here. Like when you get out of just listening to the beats, because every time you hear an album back, you hear different shit. He said he fuck a bitch in the ass. She can't sit straight. Like what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like bro, you put that shit on wax, bro. But nah, like yeah, when you you hear an album differently, you know when you listen to he it at different points in your life. No cap. When you when you hear it multiple times, so you know maybe when I first heard it, I didn't hear what I'm hearing now. But I'm you like, you didn't bro, hear the fuck a bitch in the ass. She can't sit straight. I line? heard that. Yeah, I heard that. And you I just let it go. I that was real. Go. That was real lyricism to you. Because the beat was so fire. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just let that shit go. But yeah, so I say all that to say, bro. Like I'm not excited to hear a new Dirk album. I'm gonna play it, of course. But like. I'm not running to it. I'm like, all right, babe, we'll just see you when that shit get here, man. Like, the, the rap is just not hitting for me right now. Okay. Um, I can understand what you're saying because rap ain't hitting for me like that either. Everybody keeps wondering, why are the why are the numbers down? Why is this, this, that? Because it's not hidden. It's not hidden. It's y'all. to the point, rap is so big, everybody's trying to get it while the getting's good and they putting out bullshit mm-hmm. trying to make sure they get it out during the period of time while it's good. Yep. Um, niggas not taking their time. Niggas ain't taking their time. Yep. That's why I think if Jay dropped this year, it's going to be so f- so needed because niggas, niggas need something for this rap game to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay's going to drop this year. I know he is. Uh, yeah. I know he is. Um, Especially with that Grammy performance like we talked about. Yeah. Jay, Jay's going to fucking drop this year. Yeah. But with Lil Durk, I can see what you're saying. I still think that his rap is great. Um, but even then, there was there was stuff when 7220 came out that I was saying to you. I was like, that, like the line I just kept talking about. I was like, yeah, do y'all hear this shit? Yeah, like, what are, we, what are we talking about here? We just be letting this shit go. Yeah. Um, I still think he's a great rapper, like I said. Sure. But you said something else because he said his new album was coming out. You were like, I'm not even really excited for it coming out. I'm not either. Um, you you talked about how you think the era of Dirk and maybe even Baby being the biggest rappers in the game were over. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you, and I said something like this when we were potting, even when we were potting with Hoppy. Mm. Um that I wonder if the people that are the biggest in a rap game or are showing themselves that they're going to be 
are going to hold it as long as like a Drake did. Because all we know is Wayne, who held the game for 10 years straight, handed it off to Drake, who held it for 10 years straight with an iron fist. Right. Now this shit is just up for grabs anywhere. Mm-hmm. Does it go back to Drake? No, I don't believe so. Who's the best rapper in the game right now? Best rapper? We said it, Kodak Black. Who's the hottest rapper in the game right now? Who's the hottest rapper in the game right now? That's how dead rap is. Who is the hottest rapper in the game right now? I don't have an answer. There's no hottest rapper in the game right now. (laughs) This rap ain't even hot. Yeah, until somebody drops a project, but I can't even give that to anybody from projects that they dropped last year. I told y'all how I felt about Baby, It's Only Me. I'm not giving him that title. Um, No. I'm not giving it to 21 coming off the Drake shit. No. um, I'm not giving it to Kendrick. I'm not giving it to Freddie. I'm not giving it to Pusha T. Not giving it to Cole because he's just not active it's enough just, right yeah, now. He's not. He, it's J Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not. It has to be Kodak Black. Fuck it. Lyrically, I, it's him. I just hate that the rap is in such a bad state right now that being the best in it doesn't sound so good. This is where we are, bro. Rap is so dead that being the best in rap doesn't sound good right now. But this is where we are, bro. And this is something we talked about before as well. It's crazy. You know, right around the time, like I mentioned earlier, around that Migos, Lil, Lil Uzi Vert, uh, when they first were coming up, 2016, 2017, 2018, we saw the peak of rap. You know what I'm saying? We, we saw rap reach its peak, the top tier of rap, right? We said it. And now we are watching rap go right back down, right before our eyes, but we're living through it. And I also told everybody, I can't remember if it was 2021 or the beginning of 2022. I sat down and I said it even with you, Kari. Yep. Um. I said, these are a lot of arrests that are happening. <laughs> I said, you know, we're doing so well in this rap game that if they wanted to put an end to this shit. You know how to do it. They could just put an end to this shit. All you got to do is put niggas behind the slammer. They saw <laughs> they saw Gunna put up all them fucking numbers first <laughs> week. And they were like, damn, this rap shit is still going on, huh? <laughs> End all of that shit. Yeah, man. Niggas started pushing prison. <laughs> started pushing please in this bitch. Yes, right. ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, bro. But uh, it's it's just sad. You know what I mean? And like we're saying all this, bro. Obviously, niggas are still going to make music. Rap and hip hop is just not going to disappear. That's not what we're saying. No, so, it, so please. It was there before. Yeah. And it was alive and well. It was a great machine. Right. It's been making money even before it was the biggest thing. Right. It's always going to be there. So that's not what we're saying. We're just saying as far as rappers, how we know it now, the number one genre, everybody's selling out 100,000 a week. yeah. Like, that shit is over, bro. That's only going to be reserved for the biggest for the set of- top, yeah. Nobody's- You're not getting those one-offs anymore. Like, the baby, his climb- two, three number one albums, you're yeah. not getting that you're not, anymore. You're not getting that Nobody's shit anymore. Nobody's doing that. You have to come out the gate- Either as one of the best of the best or like an industry proven already. You got to come out on some Cardi B shit. That's the only way. You got to come out like when you, if an art, like I'm trying to think about a rap artist. When you come out, you got to be like Roddy Rich. Yeah. To make it hot. That's a good one. Um, His shit lasted one year. That's how it goes. (laughs) That's how it goes. That's how it it goes organically, unless these niggas is out here really faking it. Yep. Like, so you really got to take your hat off to even niggas like Roddy Rich because. That's how the game goes, nigga. Yeah, bro. When you get your chance, you got to go at it. You got to give it all you got. You know what I'm saying? Or like you said, niggas, when they go back around, when they follow up with their second shit, you see what happens, bro. 
Then they get to their third shit, and now it's like, oh, fuck them niggas. We don't even care about them saying they releasing new music now. Yeah, no, if Roddy Rich said he got an album coming out, <laughs> I wouldn't give a goddamn. <laughs> Shove that up his ass, buddy. No, I'm just playing. Shout, Shout out Roddy Rich. Shout say, out Roddy Rich. real, though, the excitement, of course, we're going to play it, bro. We love hip-hop. Like, it's a hip-hop And pop. we love Roddy Rich. Love all these niggas, bro, but we just got to give you the facts, man. Like, we seeing a change within the music industry, so just pay attention. Like, if... if all these niggas are on like the heat with 2K. Like you got the heat and then you got going cold. Mm-hmm. The Roddy Rich is cold right now. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything. Niggas is not getting their takeover mode. But the thing is, Roddy heated the streets back up. He heated that bitch all the way back up and then dropped a dud. <laughs> I mean, when it came to singles, that nigga lit the streets back up with this new yeah. album. Features and all. Features. Yeah. He did he did everything you needed to do, bro, except just Deliver with the album, like you said. That means it's him. Yeah. <laughs> was was 2019 a fluke? Was that a flukey? Maybe, maybe he got the box, and they saw the reception of the box, and Atlantic was like, "We dumping everything in it into this, into nigga. this nigga." Yeah, like we got to give it everything. Yeah, I, I would say they probably did that, but just outside of that, bro, the music that he gave on Antisocial, like, that's just the best music that a nigga has ever made. That's what I mean, like, producer-wise, yeah, yeah. they yeah, dumped yeah. everything for yeah, it to facts, be amazing. Facts, facts. Man, Damn, man, go all in, bro. Treat this shit like the LA Rams, nigga. Go get a ring, and then you just deal with the bullshit later. <laughs> for real. Yo. <laughs> for real. Treat this shit like the LA Rams. Real nigga, salary cap, all that shit. We'll deal with that. Luxury tax, the Warriors. We we'll deal with that shit later, bro. Let's go all in for these rings. No, no cap. Let's do it, man. That's what niggas got to do. Cause like we said, man, it's maybe over for some of you niggas, bro. But just wanted to get to that, bro. That shit been on on our hearts for a while. We kind of been easing at it a little bit, but not nah, like the rap is. Rap, it's not over. It's not over. I don't bro. want niggas to say yeah, that to me. I don't over. want niggas to think that because then they're like, "What are we gonna do with the pod?" No, the rap no. is rap is alive and well. It's not gonna die. Yeah, never. But. The rap as you know it as rappers coming out and might not even be a top 10 artist, but he sells 90,000 in the first week. That shit is not happening anymore. Um, The things that I think keep it alive are the labels and the festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, festivals for sure. I mean, and, and niggas like us, stop playing games. Yeah. Bitch. Oh, Hip hop artists, bro. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um. But we can keep moving on. We're in the songs now. EST dropped two songs. Mm-hmm. There's a track called Blow Up, and then he had a track that was a little bit more melodic called If I Stop Now. You didn't like these. I like these tracks. I'm a big ESTG fan. Mm-hmm. Anything that he drops, I, I really think he'd be spitting on that shit. But the track called Blow Up was actually my favorite one, and that was the one that you didn't care for the most, I think. Yeah, it's just going back to what I keep saying. I just hate to repeat myself. You're just, not in that right now. But it sounds like an ESTG song I've heard before. Okay. <laughs> like I'm just like, bro, you've made songs like this before. He raps well. I'm not saying nigga K rap. He sounds amazing. I, I love ESTG, like you said, as well. But I'm just like, bro, I've heard this song from you before. That's the only reason why I was just like, all right, like I didn't even make it to the end You're of the right. song. Now the second one, that's not a, a track that you usually hear from ESTG. And I like that one more because okay. he, he did go more melodic, like you said. He just switched up things and I'm just like I just like niggas to try different shit, bro. Even if it don't work, it's fine. But it's like do something different. You can't keep giving us, especially somebody like him, he's going to drop two or three projects within a year, right? And he's big, so you can't get, like, he's really popular. You can't get away with making the same type of music. Bro, it's like, 
if you drop two to three projects a year and you give us the exact same music on every project, it's like, bro, what the hell? I mean, you're kind of contradicting saying that. What you mean? What are you saying? He don't make the exact same tracks. It's not the exact same. Now, you might That's have it. You got it. It's the same style. It's the same style. Style. But you're right. You can... You can match the same type of flow yeah, with with the STG beats with songs. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's no, 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 no. I'm saying that's the problem um, with oh, the STG. Okay, like, okay, I see, I see. I can take different. I can take the same flow and match it with this song right, and that right. song and that song and that song. Yeah, yeah I yeah. really can't do that with, especially with a Larry June song. Yeah, yeah. That nigga, he raps how he wants on the beat. For sure, <laughs> and it's gonna be different beats, different sounds. He gonna go melodic. Gonna bring um, a different artist for the feature. So. That's why, like, if he drops more than once, I can deal with it. But, yeah, like you said, just to agree with you, bro, it's like, man, I've heard this, bro. And you're going to give us a project now. You're going to give us one in the middle of the year. You're going to give us one in December. That sounds the exact same. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But check it out, man. ESCG, like we said, I'm not saying the guy's not a great artist. I love him. Um, I'm going to listen to everything he puts out this year. But the first song, would you say the first one was what's called? It was called Blow Up. Blow Up. That one, like I said, I fuck with blow the same. up. If you like ESTG and you listening for that ESTG sound, fuck mm -hmm. with blow up. Yeah, yeah. But if I stop now, that's the one I was really messing with the most there. Okay. Yup, yup. Um, we can move on. Ray Schremer dropped the track. It's called Sucker or something. Yeah, this another these guys are back as well, man. They dropped a song. They trying to be back. Yeah, they dropped a song. Uh, was it Christmas? They dropped a song or like New Year's? Yeah, I think it was like it was somewhere around Christmas Eve to New Year's, some shit like that. And then they yeah. dropped a track. Um, in the summer of 2022. Oh yeah, that shit was fire. The R&B one, Denial. If I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna look that up um, so we can be sure. Some something something, and I never again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna try to um, it. Go ahead though. I like this track. It's not one of my favorites, but I think Slim Jimmy's rap on the second verse is really strong. I think his his rap on that that verse is strong and. Sway Lee's hook is enough for it to to be a nice track. Yeah, I I would say the same. Uh, They're throwing shit up at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, man. Because once again, where do they fit in? They don't exactly. They've been gone for so long, man. Like they so don't fit in. They trying to figure out where their placement is right now. So yes, this is why we're getting singles out the ass. And the song from last year was called Denial. I looked it up. So that one is fire. Um, but this one, I agree with you. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? It's not one of them that's like okay, oh shit. These niggas are coming there on the way. They're about to tear it up again like they did in 20, whatever year that was, but 2015. Denial's fire, but it's not hitting because of who Ray Shrimmer is. Yeah. You know Ray Shrimmer for No Type. Mm -hmm. You know Ray Shrimmer for Black Beatles. Mm -hmm. You know Ray Shrimmer for um, Somebody Come Get Her. Like, you don't know them for the, the slower type of songs. They have to drop an ass-shaking club record to make this shit go again. And it has to be well enough for young niggas to fuck with it. Niggas younger than us because they have party music. Not just club music, right. party music. No, I, I I agree with you 100%, but I want to ask you this. How do they do that in 2020? They absolutely they don't. <laughs> which is I'm why saying. Sway Lee needs to focus on that album that was supposed to come out in 2019. Thank you. you need to figure out who the fuck with, <laughs> ran off with that hard drive. <laughs> that shit long gone. Somebody stole that nigga's album, bro. Yeah, for real. That hurts. You had to start all the way over. That's, Imagine that. That's why you never got the Sway Lee solo album. Mm -hmm. Yep. That needs to happen, though. Yeah. But still, still a cool song, like you said, but I, I just couldn't agree more with what you said. They don't know 
where what their sound is right now because they can't make a no type in 2023 and we know sway lee to be quote-unquote r&b singer and we know jimmy to be a rapper so they're just trying things um but we'll see what happens man like we said it just goes back to the same conversation we have in the landscape is changing people are trying to see where they fit in they're trying to see where they can make the most money and this is just another example of Ray Truman dropping some things, just trying to see where, where things are going for them. But check it out, man. It's a cool song. It's unfortunate because the pandemic did a lot of things for rappers that it cool. shouldn't have. This cool. album should have been out. Um, Sway Lee shit should have been out. But um, I don't... I don't think anybody really wants or needs a new Ray Shrimmerd album. Everybody wants to see Ray Shrimmerd win as a group because you love them. They've never done anything wrong to fucking anybody. Um... Not that I can remember, besides the Sway Lee and girlfriend beef shit, um, but nobody needs that music anymore. Yeah. That's some 2014 shit that when they were dropping, we were teenagers, mm -hmm. and everybody that was really a fan of Ray Shrimmerd was either of our age that were teenagers or young adults that were partying, or like our parents fucked with them because they knew that we fucked with them. Yep. We're grown. And we're not playing that shit. I have no need <laughs> for Ray Shrimmer's music. I, yeah. I have a type now. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I have a type, nigga. I have a type. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I would much rather uh, hear y'all solo shit than the, than the group shit at this point. From both. Yeah, because I mean. would love to hear the Slim Jimmy album, too. Yep. I don't even want to hear it. They tried to do the speaker box love below shit. Half and half. Ah, yeah. don't, don't give me that. Didn't work. Um... But yeah, that they just they just need to, to to work on the solo acts. I'm here for the album though. I'll listen to it because it's on the way. Obviously, they're gonna make it happen. Mm -hmm. But with those three tracks, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't I don't like the way those three sound together at any point. <laughs> I don't care if one's number one, one's number fifteen, and one's number twenty one. I don't <laughs> I don't like that shit. <laughs> Whatever. Let's move on. <clears throat> Bobby Schmurder is trying to insert himself into beef. Wow, into the game still. This guy still hasn't found his placement since he's gotten out either. Yeah, he dropped a track called Rats. <laughs> and I'll let everybody in the audience, uh, the listenership, the viewership, play that track for themselves. If you want to watch the video, I think there's a video out as well. He's dissing Gunna. Absolutely, he's dissing Gunna. What does he have to do with this? Oh, I'm glad you took the words from me because I said this when niggas was unfollowing Gunna. I said, bro, it's some people that have nothing to do with this situation, right? Inserting themselves into it. For what? It's lame. It's corny. You don't have to do this, Bobby. Just make good music. Niggas are trying to find a way to blow up. Yeah, I was going to say, Bobby's trying to find a way to get back hot. I'm like, bro, that shit is whack. This bro. is not the way to get back hot. Not today. Um... And I think the only reason why Bobby feels like he has a leg to stand on within this is because he did a jail sentence and didn't rap. Big ups to you, bro. Hats off. Yeah. But now you've come out in an era of young niggas that don't give a fuck about any of that. Exactly. Like, you're, niggas in real life don't care about this shit no more, bro. We just want to hear you make some good music. No, and, I still, and, I still care. I still care. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, bro. Gun, I said before, Gunna, come on, I'm not skipping Gunna's music. Just because he, he ratted. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care, dude. Even if even if the the new album is like, 
I never rat on my dogs. My dogs. Like <laughs> now, when shit like, like he can't say that no more though. I don't care, man. So I'm if not, he, I'm not not playing this guy's music because his life don't affect mine. Okay, no, it's just some shit. Like, what if he dropped a new album and he had a hit single like called like Never Tell on My Dogs? <laughs> you banging that shit? <laughs> just because it sounds good? If it's hard. No, <laughs> no, Kari. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bang. I can't. Oh, I can't ever bang a "Never Tell on My Dogs" featuring Gunna. Say, man. What if he had a track called "No Ma'am"? <laughs> now that's what I bang. Like that nigga dropped a track called "No Ma'am." He got to have an album called "No Ma'am." Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, bro, I'm I'm slapping it, bro. I'm not skipping Gunna. Gunna come on to this day. I'm I'm letting that shit rot. You telling me you skipping this this nigga's music, bro? Live for the pie right now. Skip him, bro. It's uh, it's only because at least once through the song he said something about he holding it down for the team, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. Right, right, right. <laughs> Can't be listening to these rappers, but uh, no, nah, man. I'm, I just I don't really care that much. Uh, Bobby, though, like I said, man, I'm still waiting. Well, oh, this is bad. This song is sucks. This is bad music. Yeah, this song is not good. Man, but, this is uh, ass. Yeah, it's not good at all. Gonna Gonna could have replied and been like, nah, you you could have kept this. Facts. Gonna gonna get more more labs and and fame uh, responding to this bullshit. But yeah, it's just once again, bro. Like niggas just need to find their placement, bro. Bobby, just make better music, bro. Gunna and Six and I got a collab. <laughs> Number one song in the world. Now that might be hard. Number one song in the world. <laughs> was Gunna one of the ones that before Six Nine went to jail? Was like nah, but he really a genius. Because <laughs> I remember some of you. They gonna pull the receipt. Nah, but he really, really the way you the way he think about rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy's really gifted, man. <laughs> nah, but the way like he thinks about the business side of it, like the way Thanks. he boosts the numbers. Thanks. He's really a genius. He had it. And now he got Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it called? Dumbo. What was the shit? Gummo. Gummo. Obviously, like I don't even fucking know, bro. He dropped like ten. Bro, do you remember that shit? Oh my god! Every song went number one. Know what you're talking about? No, it wasn't number one. He was like, "Oh, I'm making Billboard. This is, oh, I'm nine for nine on Billboard, yo." Oh my goodness, dirty time. That was a dirty era, man. It's <laughs> a dirty era, nigga. Y'all let six nine run the rap game, fam. I, bro, like I hate this generation, bro. Like six nine was the hottest nigga in the rap game. Niggas iffy, uh. <laughs> Blakey got the stiffy, uh. <laughs> What is that? That's six nine. No, I know, but niggas was slapping at it that for shit weeks. Nah, that shit was not hard. Nah, man. like before the snitching, like when that shit came on, like <coughs> imagine I, if he was like six tequila shots in the facts, at the house facts, party, like, and it's like, I'll give you this, bro. When he used to drop the little uh, the little teasers in the studio, warming us up before the song drops, I could be like, okay, that'd be hard, you know what I'm saying? But then, like when the song actually dropped, I'm like, bro, this shit trash. So he, like you mentioned, he had a nice little blueprint. That nigga figured out how to manufacture a song and put it out and make it make the charts. He had it before he went in. He knew he, how to get under nigga skin. He had it, bro. He had it. I'll give him that. I'll always give him that. But I'm not giving that nigga shit. Yeah, but I don't care about the nigga. Fuck motherfucking rap. This shit, I'm skipping. This shit not even in my phone though. Like, oh, I, I never, not in the phone I never had six nine in my phone, bro. Ever. I never have one song from six nine in my shit. Me either. <laughs> now you had that Nikki track come on, nigga. Nigga, never play me like that. Never, ever, ever. I had the uh, the gummo track in my phone. I'm not gonna lie. 
But I didn't have that fucking Fifi. Oh, Fifi is the one that had Nikki. Okay, my fault. Yeah, I was I was confusing the, the two. The Fifi got that wet wet. Yeah, I remember that, that drip drip. Okay, <laughs> like stop. Got that super soaker. Yeah, I hear you. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> so we're not fucking with Bobby Schmurder rats. Not fucking with it. All right, Tusi dropped the song. Did you hear Tusi's track? It's mm-hmm. called Motion uh, Magic Potion. Yeah, yeah, I heard it once. I like it. That's I like cool. his I like his style of music. He's right in between yes, I rap, but if I wanted to label this R and B, I could slap the label on it and really pass it under as that. Yeah. He's like he's like blue. Okay, I'll give you that. They they in the same lane for sure. Not the same voice at all, but like the, the same lane, like you yeah, said. Yeah, same style. Gangsta sure. ass, heartbreak shit. Mm-hmm. That niggas love. And women. Absolutely. Oh, we think this is just for the niggas. Right. Women love this shit more than we do. Exactly, exactly. So I agree with you. It's a great song. I uh, only played it once, uh, but but it sounds good. And Tusi, before in his past, he's always dropped music like this. That sounds great. So he's a good artist. Yeah, man. Shout out to he's him. He's a great artist. I, I didn't really even mean to like lower it down like that, but he makes the exact kind of music that I like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, I fuck with it. I had to download that to my phone. The last single, uh, because we're still in music almost two hours into this fucking podcast. <laughs> Vic Mensa dropped a track called Star, uh, Strawberry Louis Vuitton. Yeah, man. It's featuring uh, Thundercat and Meta. Meta. I hope I'm saying that right. What was that? Meta? Metaverse? Metaverse type shit. Okay. Uh, but Vic Mensa, bro, he's back. Uh, you know, he's, he's been doing, him and Chance is doing that shit we mentioned before. They was going to Ghana. They had some shows out there. Doing shows. Vic Mensa was actually doing something to bring like clean water out there. Mm-hmm. They've they been doing a lot of shit, bro. So I just wanted to shout out to that. Big Mill, too. Big Mill, too. Prison reform, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about. Uh, but this song sounds amazing, bro. It's Vic Mensa rapping, but Thundercat, like the, the chorus of the song is more melodic. Um, yeah, the the beat and the, the melody sounds amazing. It's fucking crazy, bro. Like this, this was out of everything that came out, the songs that we just mentioned, um, just the songs. This is my favorite song, like single that came out. Uh, Vic Mensa, bro, like I said, is just another artist that's grown over the years, man. He's shown us how versatile he is. He's shown us that he's a great artist. He makes great music. So hearing this, I talked about how other songs I don't be excited to hear niggas' upcoming projects. Mm-hmm. Hearing this, I'm like, all right, bro, Vic Mensa, like, let's see what you got. Just because you've been doing so much, advocating for so much. Uh, him and Chance been going crazy. We still never got Chance's album, by the way. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. It'll come out this year. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to hear it, man. To hear what, what these guys have uh, upcoming. It's a great song, though. Check that out. Yeah, I don't have too much to say on it besides it, it is a great song. It's got a great track name as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> check that out. Big Mince has obviously got shit coming up. Uh, let's get into news. Drake's house in LA was burglarized again. <laughs> again, bro. Now, the only reason why I say again like that is because it's not that it's not a big thing. It's apparent that because of the the new house in Canada, mm-hmm. Drake does not actively fucking live at that house. Correct. Um, <clears throat> but what I have here says an, import, uh, an intruder reportedly broke into Drake's house um, in Beverly Hills on Thursday night. TMZ said that uh, officers responded to the hip hop stars after security team spotted an unknown man leaving the house and appeared to be carrying something in the process. Uh, police say the man was carrying an item from his home which um, they believe to be taken from Drake. Sources tell the media outlet that uh, Drake was not at the home. Like I said, he doesn't live there anymore. He lives in that big-ass fucking house he paid all those fucking M's for in in Mm -hmm. Canada. Shout out that nigga because that shit looks like a fucking hotel. It was just just burglarized back in, what, July? 
Yeah, second time within the last six, seven, eight months there. They know he don't live there. Yeah, and it's just, it's L.A. First off, bro, y'all niggas know how L.A. get. Um, no more parties in L.A. is what they what they keep saying, bro. But yeah, man, they stick you the fuck up out there. Yeah, but. And I mean, they'll really click that bitch on you, facts. too. So it's good that he wasn't there. And obviously, Drake is somebody that rolls around with hella security, so he's never going to get touched anyways, bro, on some shit like this. Um, but, yeah, you niggas are just dumb, bro. Like, I, I don't. I don't even understand why people still like what would be the benefit of it? this nigga got caught hours later walking on the street. He didn't even niggas bro, you didn't, get caught. That was the dumbest shit that you robbed Drake's house and didn't leave immediately. <laughs> like niggas are stupid. You were walking around the same neighborhood. That nigga was going he was getting a two for one. And then you know Drake security Come alarm system bro they know as soon as you touch ground on that house. Nigga that house is in Hidden Hills. Like come on bro. They're coming. <laughs> Facts bro they already on the way. Dog, get the fuck out of town. I see a comment. They said, if he's reading this, it's too late in reference to Drake. (laughs) No (laughs) cap. They already hit your shit up, bro. Um, But I just saw the number on the house that Drake just built in Canada. That's why he's not staying at the cell. If I spent $75 million on a home, I'm staying at that motherfucker. Have you seen the tour video of the inside? Oh, he has a whole tour of the entire house? Yeah, I, I no, believe, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's it's from like a year or two ago, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, uh, then maybe it was just a tour of a certain room. Then uh, I want to say it's the whole house because they showed the basketball court. You know, all the tournaments that he has with his friends is at his crib. Oh yeah, I know that. I know yeah, that yeah. he has a whole fucking league. Yeah, and then the uh, you remember the interview that he did with uh, Elliot and, and B Dot. Yeah, that, that was at the crib. Um, but yeah, it I, wasn't even done being built at that point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, man, amazing crib though. Like you said, uh, you can look up the address because Kanye posted it. So if you want, <laughs> if, if you want to go That's there, it's fucking insane. Yeah, check it out, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you That's really make fucked up on Drake's part. I mean, on Drake's, on Kanye's part. Absolutely, but you're not even getting that close to that shit anyway. So like, no, yeah, that shit is probably. Five miles down it is. from the beginning of his Type state. Shit. Like it's a whole it's a drive into Drake's crib. He has a moat in a lake. Yeah. For <laughs> real, bro. Um it's amazing though. That's how I plan on shit being. You know, type shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you just gotta have gotta have a big imagination. <laughs> you just gotta have seventy five million. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna up that. Oh, okay. Stop playing with me, man. My fault. What do you I think mean- I'm can be a BB, my broke bitch. <laughs> Come on, man. can't be no broke fault, bitch. Nigga, I, what the fuck you thought this was Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you think it's Ch- Chelsea Grandma? <laughs> that nigga said Chelsea Grammar. Oh my god, bro, crazy. Um, but we can we can keep uh going on with run-ins with the police. Okay. Lil TJ was arrested again. This is his second arrest in two weeks for a gun possession charge. Correct. I have an article on this one too, Corey. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, it says Lil TJ arrested for the second time in two weeks, according to a statement from Lil TJ's attorney, Don Florio, obtained by Double XL. Um, TJ's recent arrest was described as an unfortunate situation that was not his fault. Mm. They said Lil TJ was not rearrested for another gun charge. Every single post uh, from every blog is making it seem like he was arrested for another gun charge type okay. shit. Okay. They said he was excused from appearing in court last Friday by the arraignment judge. Another judge revoked his bond and put him back in jail for missing that same court date that basically the last judge had excused him from. Gotcha. So he was placed back in jail for that. Um, They said Lil TJ's family posted bail uh, yesterday. This was posted on January 27th. So that was Friday. He posted bail Thursday. Um, 
and he was free as of Thursday. He said it was so unfortunate that he had to be jailed for something that was not his fault. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good thing because like you mentioned with the blogs and even myself when we first sent this uh, earlier in the week, I was like, bro, we got to stop saying free these niggas because I'm under the impression that nigga <clears throat> got in trouble again for the exact same shit. This is bullshit, though. If this checks out, this is bullshit. Yeah, for sure. But um, if, if that is true, I agree with you as well. Um, but man, like Jesus Christ, like these guys, man. It's just a lot. <sighs> Every week. I mean, I love it because you guys give me a job. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, love, I you guys. love it. I love you guys. I, we don't I ever want to see niggas in jail. Though. Yeah, bro. Like, I never want to see niggas get locked up, bro. So, like, I just be like, man, how does shit like this, if this is true, right? How do we not get that shit in motion, bro? Like, but if they're saying it's the judge fault, it's the judge fault. That, that's some bullshit. So, just shout out to little TJ, man. I just, this is a guy, man. His his last year, we all know what happened to him. He's still recovering from that. shot seven times. Bro, like, I just want niggas to make it, bro. And, you know, niggas be in them streets, which I know. That's all they know. Trust me, I get it. But it's some some niggas, I just be like, man, please, somebody get this nigga out of that situation, man. I know. Some niggas got a, they got a voluntary Chief Keef this shit. Chief Keef got kicked out of his city, though. But he just chose to never go back, even when he was back allowed. But, um... You see how much better it was for Chief Keith out in L.A. Yes. No, tr- no trouble. The only trouble he got like a marijuana charge um, in a different state, or he might have had a DWI or some shit like that. You heard me say it on Wax when we talked about it before. I said it saved his life. Moving and even if it's not just Chief Keith, moving into a, a new place and getting uncomfortable is always better for you. Yes, man. which is why I keep telling Carl we need to move to California, but he's not really like <laughs> he's not really taking me serious. <clears throat> We can go ahead and move on though. Let's move on. We're not getting robbed like Drake though. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the wrong time to say that we need to move to California. We gotta go to, like Sacramento or some shit. <laughs> Fucking uh, San Francisco. I was gonna say the Bay. Um Kanye's back in the news, Corey. Yes. Yeah, is back. Yeah, it's back. Let's get it. Oh, and my guy. And I love saying Yay because that's his free name. He he gave himself that name. He changed it. Correct. Now that's Kanye West is back. <laughs> oh yeah, Kanye <laughs> is back in the mix. Kanye boy. West is back in this motherfucker. Yes, sir. And just like everything has been turning around ten years later, around ten years ago is when we started seeing Kanye act out with oh, the yeah. media yeah. when Yeezus started to come out. Of course. It might have been 2012, but it fled into 2013. Because he's a god. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, okay. Anytime you say you're a god, they're going to come for you. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, you're right. Look what happened to Jesus. Carter. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, hey. Too much. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> this nigga put... All the dip on that goddamn chip. Hey man, I'm gonna give it to you how it is. <laughs> oh, that bro. nigga's potting. No, 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 no filter, man. No, that nigga just that nigga just pulled up from behind half court. No filter, dog. With 13 minutes left. <laughs> fuck it. The fuck. Right off the tip off, nigga. Yeah, this is behind the logo. Yeah. This is uh, logo Kari. Yeah, man. Loco Kari. Loco. This nigga's crazy. Yeah, my fault. Um, this nigga made me lose my entire train of thought. But Kanye West is back in the news because he's going all crazy on the paparazzi again. Yeah, man. So like you said, you were, you were saying uh, ten years ago, this is when it first started with the Yeezus era. He used to he was damn near beating the shit out of paparazzi like members. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he was running into signs. You remember that when he ran into that sign? Him and him and uh, him and Ken was together, and the paparazzi was fucking with him. He ran into like a stop sign. I did not remember that, but I remember when 
they caught him at that airport and he fucked that <laughs> he fucked that TMZ I guy I up. Remember that. That was when I, I was like, okay, I, I might really fuck with this nigga Kanye, yo. Yeah, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I know right now uh, this shit is really like bothering him, but um, just to what you said, like. When Kanye is back fucking with the paparazzi, it's, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I like seeing it. But, like, at the same time, like, these days, bro, y'all got to leave bro alone, man. And at this point in life for Kanye West, they're really just fucking with him. They're picking on like, him. Yeah. I, like, I keep saying it. And, like, bro, and I know the year that he had. Trust me. I know everything. Everybody. Then he saw it. He, like, he, it all unfolded in front of the world. Right. We can't ignore that. So every time I just, I make that clear every time because I'm not saying like, this guy doesn't deserve, blah, blah. like, bro, niggas are nitpicking. No, but everybody deserves to be left the fuck alone bro, sometimes. Especially when it comes to your family and your kids, man. Like this situation, the paparazzi is fucking with him because he was trying to go to like a basketball game to see his kids, right? No, they said something that was absolutely fucking hilarious Funny, in that. But also horrible at the same time. Um, he was like, I can't go to a game and see my kids yeah. without cameras. He was like, you can see them at home. <laughs> he said, you can't go home and see them? He was like, them? you can't go home and see them? Kanye froze up. Bro, he didn't know what the fuck. And <laughs> Kanye was like, no, that shit true. Bro, what? yeah, Kanye so shook. <laughs> Kanye said it's called human rights. It just what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're yeah. not even talking about the same shit. Uh, but, bro, I hate it. I just, like I said, it's funny because we've seen everything that's happened in the past with Kanye and the paparazzi um, encounters, bro, or interactions. But y'all got to leave Ye alone, bro. Like have he, to. He have really, to. to me, really not trying to be bothered. He really not making noise. Every headline that comes out is because he was provoked. And niggas is just fucking with him because there's a camera in his face every time he steps out. <sighs> bro, I hate that shit, fam. I don't <laughs> lie to you. Um, It's a push and pull because... Kanye did want to be this big. Kanye wanted this. Yeah. Um, but it's it's getting to a point where it's out of control. Facts, bro. It's getting disrespectful. Like people crossing lines, and then because of that, you make another person cross a line. So there's another video. We talked about the one where uh the basketball game, but he stopped in traffic. Is it like earlier in the day or is it after this? I really don't even know. I don't two? know. This all happened around the same time though. Okay. But then he's in traffic, <clears throat> uh, stopped by paparazzi, gets out of his car. Somebody is recording them from their it's like car. A, it's like a, a female and her mom. Right. Something like that. So Kanye, uh, they're recording Kanye for whatever reason. He's asking him to take the camera out of his face. He reaches inside of her car, grabs her phone and throws it in the street. Yeah, he chunks it. Um, so because of that, you know, they're charging him. For battery battery you know what i'm saying but i'm just like bro probably gonna sue him for emotional distress hundred million dollars of course and you know they'll fucking win take take all of kanye's money of course they're gonna lock his fucking apple pay back up again of course, <laughs> of like, course. i mean i'm just being real bro we, we've seen the story so many times but like leave this nigga alone if he asked you to take put your phone down put your phone away like why can't we just put the phone away and That's i know right. paparazzi like so the women in the car, they weren't actually real paparazzi, not to my knowledge. They just look like regular people. They were just fans. Right? So, as a fan, bro, if you really respect the fan. Put that shit away like I asked. Put that shit away. Paparazzi, I know they got a job, things like that, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. But, like, bro, stop fucking with the guy. Yeah, they don't They don't really have to keep it up. It's, it's just so un, unprovoked on Kanye's part. Because exactly. Until he does something. The nigga's just getting out of the car. But that's what happens when you've worked yourself into a spot where yep. he is one of the most, not not even of this generation. I will go to say 
Kanye is one of the most famous people ever. It's like that right. on some Michael Jackson shit. Right. No, Every time you, you step out the house, niggas are taking shots of you. It doesn't matter where you go. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, so that's like you mentioned earlier, it is like a, a push and pull. You asked for that. Tug of war, whatever you want to call it. I understand that. But like if a guy has made it known a thousand times, like, yes, I know what has happened before. I know I've worked myself to get to this point, but I don't want that shit no more. Michael couldn't say that. I ain't talking about Michael right now, nigga. I'm talking about the God. I know. The God. <laughs> the God. That is fucking insane. I'm talking about Yay West, man. Yay West. But nah, bro. I'm just I'm just talking. I just I be really feeling for these niggas sometimes, bro. Me too. Like, I understand it, it. Yeah. Like you you got to. Like as as a as a black man, as an artist, as a human, bro. Like sometimes you just don't want to be fucked with. Nigga is going through a lot. This nigga, he he watched uh he watched Genius this morning. Facts. <laughs> you know what? I think everybody really just on Kanye's back too much. He's really genius. He deserved that shit. Right, bro. He didn't deserve it, man. <laughs> Niggas are mean to him. Facts, facts. But nah, bro. Like I said, that's why I always lead the way I lead. Like, trust me, I know this guy's done wrong, he's done right. Just like every other fucking human in the world. Cut the guy some slack sometimes, man. But anyways, we can move on out of that, man. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, where are we at? Justin Bieber? Yes, Justin Bieber finally sold his catalog. We talked about that a little bit, didn't we? Yeah, because it was rumored for, for weeks that uh, you know he was possibly selling it. We saw numbers 200. You said you saw 280, right? Yeah, upwards upwards towards somewhere between 200 and 300 million. Justin Bieber has reportedly sold his entire music rights catalog. Jesus Christ. Um, It says, as expected, Justin Bieber sold his music rights to Blackstone-backed Hypnosis Songs Capital. For north of two hundred million, the company has announced uh, news of the impending deal, which has been rumored for weeks. Like me and uh, Kari just talked about, it says the deal includes Bieber's shares of his publishing and record music catalog, Bieber's interest in his publishing copyrights, his master recordings, and neighboring rights, which means like his his features, things like that, mm. uh, collaborations for his entire back catalog, comprising of over two hundred and ninety titles released before December thirty first, two thousand and twenty one. Ooh, uh, now what I want to say, um, obviously we've broken it down before we understand why guys are trying to sell their masters, but um, I want to ask you previously from everyone that we've talked about, do you remember people selling the features as well along with their, their catalog? No, but what I will say that I didn't get to towards the end of the article is, of course, um, Justin Bieber's back by Scooter Braun. They said that <clears throat> immediately when uh, when Justin announced that he wanted to make a deal for his music, mm -hmm. that they drew up um the most they could get with the uh the quickest person. So I mean, gotcha. the most I can get, I'm gonna bundle. If you don't want any of your music anymore, and you're ready to sell it all. What the mm -hmm. fuck do you need the features for? Gotcha. Okay. So let's just bundle all of this together, for sure. And we're gonna get this to the person that can get us the most. So okay. that's they were working to get the best deal, which is basically quote unquote. The best deal is the most money. Gotcha. Um, deal or no deal. Yeah, so why don't we bundle your, your fucking features in there, too? Take it or leave it, goddamn. Neighboring rights. <laughs> but no, uh, like we said, I don't want to you know beat a dead horse. We understand why guys are selling their music now. Um, but even still, when you hear it from somebody as big as Justin Bieber, you still have to be like, damn. Niggas really not making music from the, I mean, making money from their music anymore. Yeah. I mean, and of course, he's still making money from his music, but he'd rather get the shit going. Rather get it now. And then um, 
Justin Bieber, you know, because we've talked about it before, most of the stories that we have, of course, there's been a few, but most of the stories that we have talked about people selling their rights are from artists in the past who are not making music anymore. So you can look at somebody, Justin Bieber, like he's still going to make music from this point on. The catalog is only from December 31st and prior. So everything that he makes from here on out, that's him. That's yeah. 100% still him. So he's still going to make money from his music. Cool. So I look at it that way, like, is it smart or is it not smart? What I wanted to think about is if he's selling off everything from his music from 2021 and on, uh-huh. do you think Justin Bieber has intent on continuing to make music? What's next for um, Justin Bieber? I saw a quote inside of this from Scooter Braun that said, this is mm-hmm. just the beginning for Justin Bieber. Yeah. And and that's selling everything. No, nah, facts. And that's a great question because, um, you know, he, he went through... Um, he had that disease, that Ramsey Hunt syndrome. It's a rare virus um, that causes facial, um, your face to be paralyzed. You remember he had, right. to, he had to cancel his He said tour. in like 10 years or something like that, his face will be completely paralyzed. Yeah, so um, looking ahead, things like that, maybe, bro, maybe this is, you know, we don't get those albums. I don't think he just would stop making music. Maybe he does a feature here and there. Who's to say? You know, maybe he does more of a background, producing, vocals, things like that. Um, but no, you're, you're right. Maybe because he's dealing with so much in his life, um, he had to cancel his tour as well that he said is going to come back sometime this year. But when you're dealing with things like that, bro, you just never know. So that's a good he's question. He's been through a lot. Justin Bieber's, yeah, uh, Justin that's a Bieber's good been question. through a lot. We could see Justin Bieber probably on his way out, his exit plan. Um, so we just have to see. <clears throat> it makes sense, though. Bundle up everything. Get your $300 million up front and leave the game. You know how many niggas would, would take this deal, bro? That's why I don't I don't fault niggas no more because I understand it. Like, okay, get as much money as you can now because over the next 10 years, you may not make $300 million from your music alone. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, so. I don't have much more on it. You, you have, have one? No. Not bad. Um, <clears throat> Hit Boy, he's got a new collaboration with Empire. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily himself signed to Empire, but he's taken his group, Surf Club, um, or Surf Club Collective, and uh, he's partnered with Empire, and now he's got to deal with them. Yeah, man. This is this is big, actually. <clears throat> yeah, this it's is bigger huge. than I just made it sound. <laughs> Very huge, just because um, it's going to open up doors, avenues for so many other producers, rappers, artists. Independently. Independently, yes, man. And uh, it's just great, man. Hit Boy, obviously, we know he's independent. Uh, we know he's a producer slash rapper. Uh, he's been advocating for things like this for years, so it's good to see, you know, somebody finally take motion and um, take notion to it and finally make this shit happen, bro. Shout out to Empire for, for making that happen for real. I'm going to read one more part uh, of an article. This is from Billboard. It says, Empire Publishing, the publishing arm of the independent distributor and label Empire has announced a new joint venture with Surf Club, a collective of young artists, producers, and writers founded by superstar producer Hit Boy. Along with the news of the partnership uh, itself, Empire and Surf Club also have announced three signees. Uh, G. Dav, Doctor Blum, and Bands. <clears throat> I don't know if those are familiar people, <laughs> but um, G. Dav, he was a, a contributor to King's Disease. Doctor Blum worked on music with Twenty One Pilots, Big Sean, um, Rage Against the Machine. Bands worked on a lot of shit with YG, Kamaya, stuff like that. OGZ, yeah, big name man. And then uh, just a quote here that I want to read from Hit Boy himself. 
Um, it says that we want to build Surf Club up to be great, create outstanding pieces of work and music. I've been looking for a publishing situation for years. Empire really made it happen. Uh, so just to go back to what I said, like, nigga been working on this shit for years, bro. And if you know Hit Boys, um, you know, Climb, basically, the Empire deal fits everything that he's worked for up until this point, bro. Like, it took him a while to, to get to this point. You said it was more than music. They sell merch and clothes and shit like yeah, that, Yeah, so too. Surf Club is, like, his actual, like, brand. Um or the name of like his click. So you go back to like his early years in the game. He been saying Surf Club. Um, he was selling merch like we said out the truck on some like Nipsey Hustle shit. He just never took it like as far as Nipsey did with the marathon. Um, but it's cool where you can you know start some shit way back in the day and then you know ten years later have that shit come back around and you start making money for it and putting other niggas on. So shout out to Hit Boy once again. Shout out to Empire for making that happen. Yeah, man. Uh, another. Peace. We don't have to stay in too long. We can go ahead and move in. I think this is our last uh, topic. Nike, after 20 years of watching Bape <laughs> sell the same type of fucking shoe as them, they decided now, you know what? I'm sick of it. Um, back in the Soldier Boy era, you niggas was making money and we didn't say anything. But now you resellers are coming back and making way too much money. We want a piece of that. Yep. Nike is suing Bape 20 years in the making. Says, why hasn't Nike sued Bape? The question has lingered for years, popping up in discussions, yada, yada, yada. Um, but they have just now decided to um, Nike themselves sue Bape for the actual design of their Bapes to shoe. Because, I mean, of course, it completely mocks mirrors and replicates the Air Force One. Absolutely. Down, Always did, though. Down to the T. The it's only the star on it that replaces the check. Yep. I... They win. Uh, I, th I think they win only because it's been out longer. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they haven't sued them yet is going to make them really like this is going to make this difficult in court. Yeah, it should. This shouldn't just be an easy case because uh, that's going to be the number one question. Why now? And you hit it right on the head, bro. It's just because they see how much money niggas is making now and they want their peace. That's all it is to it. They've been selling shoes in the u.s since 2003 they opened in 1993 they just they started going into the u.s with shoes in 2003 but <laughs> it's crazy and this is how long you niggas wait it's crazy bro <clears throat> but you know how shit go when you looking when they at the top and they looking down um they don't care about the little chump change but then when too many niggas start eating too many of the young niggas the resale market when they start blowing up they seen all the money that's made on them sites that we talked about um, they saw that nigga Nigo about to go on tour. <laughs> like, oh no, he's making way too down. much, nigga. But no, nah, the sites, the what's the shit that they use? Stock X, uh, Stock X uh, sneakers, shit? sneakers shit like that. Kicks on. Do they still do kicks on fire? I think so, bro. Um, but they just see too much money being, you know, moving around there, and they just want their piece. So I'm not shocked, but I agree with you. Like, yeah, it's gonna be hard to just. They're not even gonna shut it down. They just gonna want a piece. Yeah, just make a deal. You know, you know how Nike do it. It's what they cut. They just want, you know how Phil gonna do that shit. Yeah. You just want a little piece. I just want a little piece. You're like this, y'all out, <laughs> out here selling drugs on my territory, man. Thanks, I don't thanks. need you to stop, nigga. I just need my cut. Yeah, niggas didn't check in. That's all. Yeah, they about to get their cut real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fuck right. around and go get that shit from Soldier Boy. <laughs> For real. I've never had a pair of babes. Always wanted something. Uh, yeah, me neither, man. I remember the see through bitches my cousin had, like, um, I remember those for Christmas, bro. He got them, and I was like, bro, them are just clean ass shoes. Yeah, them shits was clean, bro. It's crazy, but uh, but yeah, I never had no babes. I've never really been a fan of too much designer 
type shit anyways, bro. So I never had debates. I always wanted them back in the Soldier Boy era just because of how much they were talked about when I was a mm-hmm. kid. But one day I'll just buy them just to say I had. I finally did it, guys. Finally did it. And I'll tell y'all about it. Yeah, bro. You remember uh, standing Soldier Boy real quick? You remember the Yums? Yes. Same yeah. shoe. Yeah, I know. And you and D used to go crazy with that shit. I never had a pair, but. D used to have them. D shits. had them. Stevie had some too. Y'all look gross. The Yums was hidden, bro. Nah, they ain't hitting like the babes though. Yeah, but it's the same fucking shoe though. It is. Same it is. same module, same mod, module design, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah, same shoe. But uh, yeah, but I never really rocked them. Of course, I wanted them, but I, I never had a pair. No, I didn't either. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, long ass pod on y'all's ass. Um, but we'll be back for episode 209 on Thursday. It's your boy Roderick. Yes, sir. Jakari, we out. All right, man. It's the Rising Ground Podcast. We out of here. I was 16 when we first laid eyes. Scrawny little fucker, yeah, I was that guy. And he was down for the weekend, I was down for the green. And in your eyes, the same color shit, the jazz would be chief. A couple freckles on your noses, roses made you blush. Gentleman, I was like I wasn't trying to fuck. But it was my first official date, so I was stuck like. It was past curfew. And we was at the grove. And I had to be home And then you grab my hand Talking about trying to get home safe Some All I remember Was your motherfucking face Face, I play in your hair As you rub my ears Then we awkwardly stare until our lips locked Then we awkwardly stare because our lips locked that was awkward in here because our lips locked Feels like I'm floating in air Can't believe that this dare Turn into a reality when our lips locked Man, it feels like a dream because our lips locked You officially put my feelings inside a Ziploc Bag, you got a nigga sprung Whenever I'm holding your hand and Making eye contact, I feel like the dead man Cause even though I am and get round of applause as I'm insecure Then I start to think that I do not stand chance This bitch fell asleep. Hello. 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 Fell asleep when I was on my way. Damn. Like right when I hit her straight. Should have seen a look I had on my face. Cause this bitch fell asleep. Fell asleep when I was on my way. Hold up back and stay on the line, I'ma slide through On my way, five minutes drive, it's a fly more Different ways go through my mind, how to try you Just don't be leaving me outside like a drive-thru Just keep your ears by the phone, baby Turn your ringer up, I know I won't be long, baby It's demon time, it's time to get up on your grown lady You tell me time and time again, you been alone lately Let's have a throw, baby Let's have a challenge to do it with no ties I know we had a few drinks and we both high I had a plan to throw hundreds and end up fucking you on it Could've kept what you wanted, but shit This bitch fell asleep Fell asleep when I was on my way Damn, like right when I hit her straight 
look I had on my face. Cause this bitch fell asleep.